Welcome to The Wheel Reads, a Wheel of Time podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Chris, and Ian. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering chapters 22, 23, and 24 of Lord of Chaos. Heading south to understand a message and an embassy. Enjoy! Welcome back to season six, episode twelve of the Will Reads. Um, live here on YouTube. I need to come up with a new like little intro countdown. I'll get that eventually. Um, that's like the default, the fault one. It still has a nice little jingle to it. Um, so, hi everybody. How's everyone doing tonight? Howdy. You guys doing okay? Great. Yeah. Cool. Great. Awesome. A little poison yeah. ivy, but I'll be all right. Poison ivy. What were you doing? Rolling in the bushes with the boys? Mm. Uh, disc golf, and somehow like I got it. It's all in bad areas, and I didn't even pee in the woods this time. So <laughs> all right, I see the look on your eyes. I'm not going to ruin. I'm not going to spoil whose look I'm looking at. But yes, it's poison ivy. I saw that head felt, and he was like, "Well, there's rashes in that area that might look like poison ivy." <laughs> <laughs> it is mm-hmm. dark. I promise. Uh, <laughs> I promise it's poison ivy. Oh uh, yes, her name was poison ivy. Hey, I like the new shirt. That was hilarious. That was a good shirt. That was a good one. Um, yeah, so um, we do have one new patron, so I do have to announce that before we get any further into this episode, and that would be—is it Animalia? Um, I think it's how you pronounce the Discord name. But yeah, welcome. Thank you for your patronage. And, ooh, yeah. Um, and I was good at statistics, but I um, literally was away. Uh, like normally, I do all this stuff like Monday, Tuesday, not you know one Monday night, and I was away for a work conference. So um, I, I'm kind of just slacking. So no statistics tonight. We have giveaways coming soon, but we do have guests tonight. So yeah, um, if you guys might notice this guy down here, Cuddy Buddy. Last time you heard him, now you get to actually see if you're watching live on YouTube. Yeah. This is my this is my brother. Um, who's read the series multiple times. Uh, he's been on a podcast before, but he's, uh, he's also a patron of ours. Yeah, we decided to have him come back on for a fun-filled episode. So yeah. just in case people like skip episodes and didn't hear your last one, um, Hunter, would you like to introduce yourself and tell everyone about what you do? Uh, or you don't have to talk about your work, but you can talk about – it's up to you. We talk about your work all the time. You've got five minutes to say whatever you want right now. You can I've, just, I've heard whatever. a few. The plug I'm going to give is every time you talk about your brother playing football, you leave out that I play football too. Uh, I'm, I'm salty about that. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Brian also, played. Yeah. I also got pancakes by Kyle Long. Uh, Chris Long was kind oh. of but uh, so I didn't he know also that. kicked my ass. Um, <laughs> okay. I am down in Tampa, Florida, beautiful, sunny Florida, uh, the only good city in Florida. I would uh, <laughs> fight people about that. I like um, Tampa. I, uh, I am a transplant surgery fellow down here. I'll rock, I'm rocking the shirt. Um, you know, uh, I don't know. Just got into the series because, Alan, you requested or you said you should check this out. And then many, many years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Decade plus yeah. later. Mm-hmm. What are you transplanting? Yeah. Are you like pulling brains out of people and putting them into cats? Keep these in oh. livers. <laughs> yeah. Pancreases. Oh, um, pancreases. Oh, pancreases too. Okay, there you go. 
Yeah. Maybe a, did, maybe did a spleen. Did a kidney pink yesterday. No, you don't need a transplant. You can live. Yeah, you just cut cut them out. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah, spleen, wait, does, doesn't that do something with the immune system, like white blood cells or something uh, like that? Yeah, that it, that's of... where they matured. But honestly, um, you Who can have a splenectomy it? and uh, you can live a full life without a spleen. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I did not know that. Te- I'm ready technically, for now. Technically, you live a pretty long life without a kidney, too. Um, you just have to be on dialysis the rest of your life. But, uh, right, hooked up to me. Oh, man. <laughs> and that, man that's there's, a, there's like a uh, would you rather question <laughs> that we always talk about. Uh, like, uh, uh, well, we, uh, me and a couple other doctors always talk about, is would you rather like live with an ostomy, like a colostomy, not, not an ileostomy, or be on dialysis? Um, I would... 10 times out of 10, the bag. Uh, I'd, rather, I'd rather have the bag. Yeah, dialysis oh, yeah. isn't, isn't, it sucks. Uh, yeah. And anyone who's on dialysis will tell you it's misery. Yeah. Yeah. I know yeah. a few people. Oh, yeah. So, so guys, in, yeah. And as I said, if, if anyone has uh, has medical questions, this is your time to ask. Uh, yeah. Who's <laughs> uh, it's um, uh, yeah. the science corner uh, of the Will Reeds. <laughs> yeah. The yellow Hodges here. Well, uh, Hunter, real quick, I'll just throw this out there. We could talk behind the scenes, but my brother's doing the math on his current kidney, and while his numbers are great, he, he's already on his, well, I guess fourth technically, but second that he's been given. His numbers yeah. are good and everything, but he's he's set himself up. He knows another one's coming, so he might he might reach out to you to to pick your brain about the who's who in the in the kidney transplant world. Well, um, we are at Tampa, Florida, one of the top ten busiest uh, centers in the nation. I mentioned you were in Tampa. He was wow. like, I could do my recovery there. I was like, oh, yeah. okay. He also <laughs> in the same <laughs> he also in the same breath said, I used to play football with him when he was a kid. I saw how he handled football. I don't want him handling any organs of mine. So uh <laughs> yeah. when you're when you were little, I mean when you're little, you sleep backyard football with us. Not when you played the football team, but you know. I wouldn't let that hunter uh, touch my organs either. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. I think that's a pretty valid uh, we're all very valid. different people. Although, but do do you remember, and then we can move on. Do you remember when we would play backyard football and we would use you and was it Marcus as lineman, but y'all were so little, like Ben Pongratz would pick y'all up and just push you into people and like toss you at people to get them out of the way. So it was like human blockers. I've done that. Yeah. um, It was like, do you know that scene from King of the Hill? That's like pocket sand. (laughs) But it was like. It was just like full on human. Was like not gonna like just go full speed with a kid flying at him. Like they'd like fall back and like uh right. never like got so hurt made everyone was just like, Oh shit, a kid is flying at me now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. let, let me catch him and set them yeah. down gently before yeah. my friend. Yeah. Perfect. Anywho. Chris Chris yeah, Long was probably the same, right? Yeah. I think you I think uh, Ian, you might have broken Timothy Lamb's ribs, but yeah. uh Silas. No. Yeah. Okay. yeah as far as other guests goes as well uh we were gonna have one next week but we ended up rescheduling them to the week after so not next week but the week after we were just on their podcast they are coming on ours it's gonna be talking ron riad uh we're gonna have them back on so we had a lot of fun their uh podcast that had us on is live now it's out i would recommend highly going check checking it out as we talk about uh, taping the Lord of the Rings, uh, the Ring of Power onto mice and sending them to their death and, and mannequins and eagles and all sorts of stuff. That's not, nothing to do with Will of Time because apparently that's 
but we. I can't get past the Eagle question. <laughs> let's be honest. It just. Yeah. Why didn't the Eagles take the? Yeah. I mean, the the rings they corrupt completely. Uh, so they would corrupt the Eagles. But they fly over the corruption and go, look at that shit. That's ridiculous. Oh, wait, there's a nice hobbit. Let me go shoot. No, but if they held the ring, they would get, like, uh, they would get turned. And they're, like, also. But only if they they put the ring on, right? Because Sam could hold Frodo that had the ring. Imagine being an invisible eagle that just came (laughs) in and beat the shit out of people. Yeah, the, then all of the ring wraiths are just like crowded around. Like, well, we didn't think about this. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anybody bring a spear? Well, we just got yeah. swords. Just yeah, sword. I didn't. Is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So personal life. Um, yeah, I the reason why we're doing some Thursday and on Tuesday is because I didn't even realize until last week. And I apologize to Hunter because I had scheduled him for Tuesday and I texted him last week. I was like, you know what? I don't look at my calendar ever. And I realized I am out of town on Tuesday. Uh, I was at a leadership conference that work sent me to on uh, my regular day job. So were um, you helping it, to clean the tables. Like what were you yeah. doing there? It was yeah, exactly. Um, well, you know, one of the things we talked about is there's two different types of leaders. There are what, what do they say there's um, uh, dark friends, s- and- smart, smart, lazy leaders that like to delegate out, but they're really smart about it. And then there's really energetic, dumb leaders that just are really loud and energetic, but they're dumb. Um, and, and that's really the two types <laughs> of leaders there are. Uh, it's either one of the two. So where and do I'd, you fall? I'd, I'd rather be smart, lazy. Uh, lazy. <laughs> yeah, day, day, all day long. long. When you uh, have a conference. Yeah. yeah, just delegate <laughs> stuff. Yeah. I figured somebody would tell me when it was coming yeah. up. I didn't, I didn't look yeah. at it. That's that doesn't say those are good leaders. That's just what most leaders end up falling into those two categories. Uh, it didn't say that makes you a good leader if you're in one of those two categories. Just a lot of leaders are those two. Uh, yeah, it was really interesting. Um, it was a good conference. A lot of uh, just like kind of like team building and stuff like that. They did like a low ropes course and um, – uh, which was not so he was good. really playing on a gigantic gymnasium, man. It was a camp. It was actually a summer camp, like for kids, and it was hilarious because the camp counselor, you could definitely tell, like they were running the lower reps course. You could tell they were used to dealing with kids and not adults because they would try to like play these games with us, and they're like, "All right, so everyone has to count from what like one at a time. You guys name a number and get from one to sixteen as fast as possible, and like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like you know, just in order. Like, oh, well, that makes logical sense." It's never going to order. I was like, well, we're adults, and that just makes the most sense, so that's what we're going to do. I hate everything about this, and I hate the leader of you that made you do this. Uh, yeah, it was it was he really was always the leader. Yeah. Just send well, him someone, to someone asked the camp counselor, like, you know, like, I think one of the questions, like, the big group was like, tell us the most craziest thing that happened at summer camp over the weekend, or over the summer. And I just blurred out from the entire group. I was like, you guys ever seen Wet Hot American Summer? And he just starts like blushing. I was like, I told you, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> Every time. Every, Every time. time. I have yeah. never seen that. It's like a oh, 16-year-old kid that's like uh, running your seminar. That's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now he's a college kid. He's a JMU summer break even, kid. Even, even better. better. Even, even a better. JMU kid. Yeah. It's, it's so fantastic. He just keeps looking <laughs> over at the quad, checking out the girls sunbathing, like only halfway paying attention to the class he's giving you. Exactly. Yeah, he's like, what's the worst thing that happened this summer? And like his eyes glaze over and he's like, there's a non-disclosure. I, I can't talk about <laughs> drowning. Uh, All I can say is technically I died twice. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. So how about you guys? What's going on new with you guys? Uh, I also went to a conference today. Um, little different. 
it was in my downstairs and there were four kids. And apparently what happened first was they were gently tossing the Frisbee inside, which we allowed in the downstairs area. That's their area. We're also renting. So if something breaks, I'll be like, no, bro, it was like that. Um, oh, <laughs> and <laughs> somebody, somebody had a bad throw. So the first throw was an accident. Somebody had a bad throw. It bounced. It hit somebody. They were like, ow. Well, so they went to take the disc and throw it at the person that accidentally threw it at him and hurt them. But everybody's bad at throwing down there. So they threw it, hit one of the other kids in the face. And then the other one went to go jump in to help their sibling. But then their sibling thought that they were the guy that hit them. So they threw a punch. And then before you know it, like all these kids that like they get along so well. It was a brawl. It was a melee. And by the time I got down there, like before I jump in, I want to figure out whose side I'm going to pick, you know? So I'm watching. I'm like, who am I rooting for? And I'm looking. It devolved into every man for himself. Like nobody was teaming up with anybody. Wherever anybody could make contact, contact was being made. And I'm, I probably should have stopped it sooner, but it was so entertaining. (laughs) I had to watch it for a little while. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is how people learn you have to learn from your experiences so yeah. you so, have the opportunity to learn yeah yeah so when they all got tired because if you've ever been in a real fight like it, after 30 seconds you're like well i'm exhausted uh and then they all just start crying and whining at each other so we talked about it and i don't even think i gave great advice because i was just thinking in the back of my mind how awesome that was um That's- yeah so Awesome. That was that was my conference. I don't know if it's similar to what you went to, Alan, but very very similar. Uh, yeah, it's a, no. yeah. a lot of crying, a lot of bitching. Got gotcha. you. A lot of crying. Well, it's, yeah. it's, it's 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 weird. It's weird when you go like one of these like business like like because so this was done by the local chamber of commerce. So it's like not just business people. Like so, there's an army colonel that's in our group. Like and it's like you're teaching leadership from a from a camp counselor teaching army colonel about. <laughs> Oh, yeah. was, he, was he a good sport about it though was he, he was he was he was great sport about it but it was just hilarious i'm like he's like i'm ready to take over whenever you want me to just tag me in i bet you he had a lesson plan ready to go in case things fell apart oh, i yeah, promise sure you that guy was ready to step in yep. he's like, i got a 20 minute speech that will change right. your yeah. life <laughs> uh i'm sure you can appreciate that anyway so yeah how'd you chris um, so we have kind of, we're on the downslope now of getting people moved in. I spent my entire weekend last weekend moving people in. I had like a little bit of time Sunday to myself. And then Monday, I had like 34 years, one cavity. All of a sudden this year, two cavities pop up out of nowhere. Mm. Now they all the ice cream you eat on stream, man. It's all the ice cream you eat on. Probably you, you switch the bottle water, you need to get that tap water flowing in you. Mm. Get that no, ride. tap water, but, but I don't think it's as good as the tap water back home. That it might doesn't be it. taste mm-hmm. different. And I didn't think about that. But also so, chemtrails, large airport there. Huh. No, please don't don't consider that. I was being stupid. No, uh, I'm like, now you get my wheels turned. And like, maybe I need to get filled some water and then add some more to it. No, but anyway, like, so I got, they were they were watches for years, and so finally I had to get these things taken care of. Those four damn shots in my gums whooped my ass like I have never in my life. Because the first time around when I had uh, my first cavity, doctor's like, 
Dr. Box uh, from Newport News, he's like, this won't take long. Not even going to numb you. Just zip, zip, and then put stuff in. I was good. This woman's like, you're too big. We're going to make sure you don't feel anything. I still felt it. She put four big-ass shots inside my jaw, kept filling me up, and waited a while. The first two she hit, I just like felt it right away. I was like, you know what? Those shots hurt too much going into my jaw. I'm just going to take the pain. <laughs> I went home thinking I was going to take an hour rest and go back to work. I woke up at like 2.30, 3 o'clock. I had them filled at 9. That um, thing really, it took me, it took it out of me. I'd never in my life. Dunsky. Yeah. I was done. Like my body was like shocked. Um, Dude, when I when I got my wisdom teeth taken out, um, three of the four, so they were already in. They numb, then they cracked them, pull them out. Three of the four, no problem. But then one of the top ones, uh, they kept trying to inject with the Novocaine numbing shit, and they'd go to crack it. And I was like, no, nah, I can still feel it. No, nah, I can still feel it. And he was like, man, well. And he looks at his watch, and he's like, I. I've got a three o'clock and I'm already late for it. And he just goes, ah, and cracks it. And I'm like screaming bloody murder, screaming so loud. Kids are crying in the waiting area. <laughs> but the, and there's a doctor here. So maybe he could confirm this, but the dental hygienist afterwards was all apolog- apologetic. And she was like, um, so they're taught like where the nerve is, but at least in the jaw area, like not everybody's is really in the same spot. So like they try to hit it, but it's not one you could really feel for. So they're kind of guessing mm-hmm. as they stick you. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's pretty, like, everyone's built a little different. I mean, uh, um, there's, like, landmarks that you go by. Um, But when you're doing any sort of block, um, you got to check if the block's set. Like, uh, you, like, they were Uh, like, this dude is So if the patient's crying and screaming, you might have missed, is what you're saying? Yeah, uh, (laughs) I'm going to be, I'm going to, like, lose my medical license on this show tonight. Everybody knows we embellish our stories here. I bet I I tell my girlfriend that there's an inch of truth and a whole lot of BS. Um, I mean, but there is, like, there is definitely a, like, rip the Band-Aid off mentality. And, like, uh, you can, like, there's only a certain amount of, like, lidocaine you want to put in, like, gums, especially since they're probably going to use, like, uh, you know, they're going to infiltrate it a lot. And then, you know, he's just like, rip the bandaid off. Just get this over with. Just yeah. do it. I would and like, there's there's been plenty of times where patients have been like, you know, so, uncomfortable with the procedure. And it's like, and then your head, you just like turn off. You're just like, just get, just get the yeah. procedure done. Like, yeah. uh, you're like, they're screaming. They're like writhing around. And you're like, they need to finish. <laughs> just do it. It's uh, going to happen. Yeah. Dr. Box was smart just, when he took the wisdom teeth out. He was like, you see this mask? Take a real yeah. deep breath. Deep breath. Come back. <laughs> yeah. He was like, "You're." He literally looked at me and said, "You're big as shit." I'm putting you to sleep. Because <laughs> he said, "Because you will not hit me." And that there was no conversation. He didn't ask. Again, I went to school with his son, so you're going like, night night. Back at home, I was taking care of him because he was going to tell me what I was going to do, and that was the end of it. Here, they were all like, "We're going to just, we're going to stick you with these needles. You'll be okay, right?" I'm like, sure. And it was like. Four needles. I'm like, I think that's a little, little much. But okay. Anyway, um, tomorrow I head to Atlanta, and I'm getting my my tux for the wedding. So that's yeah. pretty exciting. Yeah. Right. So we're that's kind a, of that's a big move. Yeah, we're wrapping things up. But hopefully mm-hmm. it it looks like it's supposed to, and it fits like it's supposed to. If not, they're going to be pretty upset because I'm going to ask for my money back. So and between now and then, you're just going to stay in the shape you're in. Is that the goal? Mm-hmm. Just where you're at right now. That's 
pull. Uh, I mean, I could probably afford to lose another 20, 25 pounds and still not have to do too much more than wear a belt. Sure. Because I don't, I don't lose much mass in my shoulders. Mm. I don't mind my shirt. I noticed that because Chris is swell. I I just (laughs) just a little bit. Like I. Oh yeah, like my, the weight that I've been losing now is literally all like thighs and ass. Like I can afford to lose that. My no, waist. stop that. Stop if you're that. losing ass, you got to go tails on your toes. But no, they're, they're, gotta... they're, it's tone though, so it becomes bubbly. So like oh. right now, it's like a big bubble. Like you know, you take a balloon, like a, a water balloon, okay. and you kind of do this, and it kind of sags like that. But are you are you worried? I mean, I know you're losing weight. You say uh, you're losing you're losing weight here and there, but are you still hitting the gym? You I mean are you worried about maybe yeah. bulking a little more? Or yeah, I mean my shoulders are, have gotten massive. My chest is bigger than what it was, but my waist is smaller. What, so. what do you what do you mention these days? Um, the max I've done is three eighty five because I got Chanel spotting me. Three eighty five, so, bitch. And then the most I've done on the squat <laughs> lately is six oh five. All right, kids, earmuffs. Chris, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I was. I, I, was I, don't think my, I don't think my squat, deadlift, and bench together is three eighty five. Uh, <laughs> I was. Uh, I was repping out five eighty five on the deadlift, just like three sets to ten with that. So like, you're one of them guys that, as you're lifting in the gym, I'm looking over and like the Olympic bar is not vibrating or jigging a little bit. It is flexing all over the place. <laughs> Watch it bends. I love see, it. It's funny because I always show up and like looking, looking the rattiest. Like I don't look a gym person. I'm not like super toned. So I walk in and I've got like blue sweatpants that are high waters because you can't find anything for six foot six and 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 my size without it being hideous. And then I've got like a purple shirt from my chiropractor. And I typically go first thing in the morning or after I've already warmed up. So my hair is all dishuffled and I'm wearing my glasses <laughs> and I'm wearing like my dress socks with my tennis shoes. You can see my dress socks. And so people look at me like, the fuck is this dude doing here? Literally <laughs> the, yesterday I had a guy come up and he was like taking the weights because he saw Chanel there and she was like, we're using those. And he like, look, I need her, all the weights. He took a plate and put it on his rack. And so I stepped over. She's like, I said, I need that. And she's, he's like, you really need this? And she goes, she points at me, and he's like, oh, do you need this? Like, he had that question mark. I said, just leave it. As a matter of fact, put it on. To put all of them on. He looks at me, and I'm like, yeah, this is this is pretty easy. I probably should borrow some of yours. <laughs> he, he should have hugged you because I knew the first time I hugged you, I was like, he's a big guy. What kind of big guy is he? couple pats on the back and i was like holy shit there's some density there that i am just never gonna pick a fight with this guy ever. yeah uh, it's like when you go to the lap machine you start out with 50 and you're just getting a nice little pump and then the punk across from you looks at what you're doing and he's like i'm doing the same thing and he jacks up to 90 and he starts doing it and then you're like oh let so me max jack- it out he jack it up to 130 and so you hit it at 130 then he goes to 150 and so like, still okay. warming up so then i'm like all right I drop it to 200. And pull the 200 <laughs> I, I just could do a pull-ups, you know. On the All right, I'd lift out of the seat. He's going to 200, and then Chanel goes, are you ready to work out now? I'm like, yeah. She drops it to the 295, and it's like, <laughs> He's like, okay, fuck you. Anyways, so three things. Uh, one, Hunter, do you want to do personal life or – Anything new no. in your world? No. 
Okay. Um, cool. What? Uh, same thing, different day. Uh, okay. Yeah. Just, just saving lives. All right. Sure. Uh, well, thank <laughs> you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, for your that's what you do. That's what you do. It's it's good. It's good. Uh, Chris, also, I did Google it real fast. Uh, Charlotte Water Tap Water has over the years been scaling back their fluoride. So uh, that makes perfect sense. They they've that. been uh, scaling back heavily on their fluoride. The government's not controlling you anymore. Yeah, they were scaling back on it. This is what freedom feels like. Yeah, and, and, the, and the third thing is, they know. You know, hope, like you're trying to see the real world. Uh, hopefully, he's paying attention so he can turn his camera on. So I'm gonna bring this guy in real fast, and hopefully, he turns his camera on. Uh, so Jake is always back seen every single show we do, and, and and he's been on our podcast plenty of times. But you know, when a lot of these gifts show up while we're doing it, Jake's actually the one hitting those buttons and putting the banners up so I can focus on running a show. But it is Jake's birthday today. What? So, uh, no uh, I had to bring him on our stream just for a second before I the next stage again. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Thank you guys. And at least a few You're welcome. more. At least a few. Yeah. 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 But thank you, Jake, for everything you do. And now you can go backstage and keep helping us out. But you're doing your on your birthday, you came out to still help yeah, us. So. I'm drunk. Yes. All right. Yay. All right. I forgot what day it was. <laughs> and- well, that's awesome. I just want to say happy birthday to him since he does do so much for the channel. Um, and embarrass him because I like to do that. Uh, <laughs> so you guys ready to jump right in? We've been like 30 minutes having started this actually. Ready to get into this? To read again? Chapter 22, heading oh, south. Sure. The one yeah, that Ian read like two weeks ago. Only <laughs> half of it. Okay. Yeah. I have to say, yeah, it's, Ian, it's, I was it's slightly gonna... alarmed. Yeah, it's it's a Matt chapter. So I I try to jazz it up a bit to get you super excited, but there's some cool shit that happens here. This oh, isn't yeah, this isn't was. this isn't a bum chapter at no, all. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Well, it's a Matt chapter. Yeah. I mean, like uh, you got Matt just doing his thing uh, and just what getting into trouble Matt's and being thing? like, "Why am I always in trouble?" In your so opinion, what is Matt's thing? Tell us more. Yeah. So well, so we'll tell you. So Matt's juggling. That's what he's doing. That's Matt's thing. Yeah. Uh, he's he's doing some stones while riding the head of his army. He's thinking about Tom Marilyn, you know, and he's wondering, you know, if Tom's still alive. Definitely you know, dead. And, uh, he's like, yeah, that guy had, had much dead. information about Tom in a while. He's well, he's still, with he's still with the ladies, right? No, they sent him off. They sent him off on a mission. Yeah, on yeah. a mission, and they checked in. Yeah, Julian and Tom left. Yeah. They they went on a. Super secret squirrel mission. Well, well, Tom's love of his life is dead. So you know, like, what else is there? You know. Uh, yeah. Now what? Uh, now what? He's gonna go. Points. He's going to save her. We, I don't know if you've been sure. completely, but Moraine is not dead, and no. the quarantine is still going to happen. Yes. Okay. Oh he's gone now to get his white robes. So Sirius, that... Sirius isn't dead in Harry Potter either. You know, you fall yeah, through. Fine. The veil and your. I know. Uh, well, I mean, the you have no idea where the veil leads. Maybe the veil is a way gate, and maybe mm. Sirius has been there the whole time. He's Could just be. in another yeah. mirror world, an, an alternate universe, and he's finding his way back. Yeah, that yeah. broke my heart though. I actually like paused when I was reading the book and like had tears a little bit there, and then reliving it in the movie was traumatic. 
Oh, for Sirius Black? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was yeah. rough. That was. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, so Matt's juggling so Matt, balls. Matt, Matt's juggling balls, yeah. thinking thinking about uh thinking about Tom. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I do when I'm thinking about Tom. Yeah, exactly. And his mustaches. That's a mustaches ride. Um and and as he's as as he's thinking about all his friends and what they're up to, um uh one of the I guess it's Kyrian uh Nalsin uh comes up and and just interrupts him and starts talking. He's like, so Matt, you ever, you ever wonder what it's like to be a warder? Like, would you learn to be a warder? And Matt's like, no, <laughs> like remember that, never. Remember that scene in a uh, office space? It reminds me of the one that's like, does anyone ever ask you if you ever had a case of the Mondays? Guys, oh like, yeah. No. no, no, fuck no, man. Oh, like, no. Grass kick for saying something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be a warder? Right, fuck like, no. He starts like <laughs> stroking his, his medallion. Like, nah, bro. Like I I'm anti those people. This is not, this will never happen. I mean, it's a valid question, though. Matt could afford some extra help. I mean, he's always getting himself into trouble, always finding himself in a fight. Why not have that additional ability to have, you know, the speed and the strength and the the healing and all of that? Like, it would be a huge benefit to him, but... Remember, he seems to embrace, like, these additional gifts he's getting without... Without question, like he noticed them and he's like, well, that's kind of, that's kind of cool. He doesn't freak out about it as much as everybody else, but he also doesn't ask for it and he doesn't want it. He doesn't celebrate Mm -hmm. it. He's still just trying to like find a way to not be doing this. Yeah. Yeah. It blew my mind throughout the whole books. Like Robert Jordan made the Tavirin concept of like these people weave the pattern around them, you know, and you got the three boys doing all this stuff and like, they just take that at face value and don't realize that like, yeah, they're going to keep getting in trouble because the whole pattern is shifting around them. Yeah. Uh, and they're just like, Oh, whatever. I don't want to be a hero. Yeah, I'm going to just dip out. Mm-hmm. I've got ultimate plot armor, but uh, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So what, okay. That leads to a good question. Um, how much do we differentiate between an Aes Sedai and <laughs> their warder that bond? Versus the Taviran pool that we keep finding between at least Matt and Rand right now. We, we've seen Perrin be able to dip away a little bit and take care of some business. Yeah. But but Matt's been trying to dip. And every time he yeah. dips, he's like, here's something I have to do that keeps me here. I always viewed like the water bond more like tying a knot or rope between two people. Like it's a lot more of a stringent thing than like Taviran's more like magnets. Like yeah. it's there. There's a pool, but it's not like you're not like attached. And <laughs> well, it's like so much bigger. It's like the weave of the pattern, you know, like the whole everyone's all strands or what they do is like around you. And unless you get finger blasted, then you're uh, then the pattern's going to keep. Well, and one's yeah. supposed yes. to be consensual. Like yeah. when you become a warder, it's supposed to be consensual when you're being. Well, that's out the window. It is it's now. It's supposed to be. Yeah. But yeah, a lot you know, of needs some lessons. Techni- technically, we're we've got a two for going because uh, was it Elaine saved Brigitte technically mm-hmm. without oh, her yeah. consent? I mean, it was, it, yeah. it was it was bond or die. So we right. I guess we all feel a little better about that. But but, but Rand was not bond or die. That was just no, like, I mean, it's not like you're she powerful. Have a bond. DNR or anything. It's like look at his booty. <laughs> I'm gonna just bond that shit. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Tag. Mm. Yeah, but I feel like Brigitte. That's 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 different. 
It's it is like, no, it is. I think yeah. it's different, but still yeah. no consent. No. Bottle, like take a whole bottle of Viagra, and it's like either you you lose it or you use it. You know, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wait, okay. Uh... If I take a whole bottle, you're telling me I can fuck my way out of that problem? <laughs> no. <laughs> you're not allowed to answer that question. <laughs> Before I thought I might have a heart attack, but what you're saying all I have to do is just keep on going. A heart attack's like a broad term. You're, you're you get bored with that. Like, don't, yeah. You get uh-huh. bored. Honestly, you just be like, no. okay, this is, I'm over this. No, you probably would I just. Would get, I'd get creative, not bored. <laughs> <laughs> You'd end up with something called priapism and might lose your penis. Or have someone uh, All right, I'm not drain your vein. Uh, not going to. Drain your vein, yeah. Are we talking metaphorically? <laughs> no, oh, no, 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 no. No, literally, literally. <laughs> drain your vein. Never mind, not doing that. Not fun. No, safe no, word. No, no, no. no safe, safe word. <laughs> So yeah, that says uh, Matt yeah, Grimace. Yeah, Grimace says yeah. Uh, don't think about Ice and I. I try not to. You shouldn't either. Stay with Ice and I. Uh, and then they bring up Dragon Sworn, and I love Matt's reaction. To that it's like not my problem. That's Rand's problem. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I just love that. Yeah, I don't care about that. That's that's all. That's all. That's Rand's problem, not mine. Um, Although you know how Jordan will like very early on sprinkle something that is meaningless now almost a joke haha and then later on like it turns into something big so like right now all of our characters still look at each other for who they were you know so it this is ran this ran this is ran is there going to be a point where matt looks at ran and realizes he's transitioned to a point where okay that's not rand anymore this is the dragon reborn or this is lose Hmm. or you know he scoffs at it right now because he's like, Rand's problem, whatever, Rand. But at what point do you go, okay, wait a minute. Eh, he's the fucking Dragon Reborn. This but is really, actually happening. Matt will ever get to that point. Like, Matt is openly saying, I know I'm Tavir and I know I have this pool and I'm trying to fight it and get away from it. And the more I fight it, the more shit's pulled to me. So I'm just going to go with the flow. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of like cognitive dissonance, like that they all just always are just like, uh, we're we're just the same three old boys from the two rivers, just uh, yeah. having a great time as they're like actively shaping the whole world, like <laughs> yeah. you know, causing like nationwide conflicts. And it's like, yeah, we're just doing our thing. No biggie. It's kind of like uh, the American Revolution. Yeah, and, and I did put a disclaimer. Thank you, Jake. Due to legal reasons, anything that's on here it sounds like medical advice is not actually medical advice tonight. So just letting you know. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. You want to die tonight? Take a whole bottle of Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> Look, y'all even heard me listen to the advice to go, okay, I'm not going to do that. And if I'm not going to do that, no yeah. one should do that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> the word dumb shit comes to mind. This will be a long night. All right. So, um, and then as all this conversation is happening, uh, a very portly scout shows up. And, and I love how Matt's recruited his scouts. Like, it, yeah. it's. He explains like how he and then explains this is like a an overweight guy, but like one of the fastest, best scouts out there because he's a horse thief and like he's just Mm. stealing shit and running for his life (laughs) and and knows how to do it like undetected. So this is obviously this has got to be some I don't know. This is one of these things that might be a blend of Matt thinking outside the box because Matt has always wanted to be outside the box. Like that's that Mm -hmm. was his personality when we first met him. 
but also could be the influence of the voice that's now creeping up in him or whatever. Right. But either way, it's genius. Um, well, it's genius if you're mission focused, mm-hmm. right? If you're focused on the law and what's legally right, or even if you're focused on morality and what's morally right, you might trip up on certain things. But if you're like, uh, if you're like, I need up. this effect, then and you and you don't let anything else influence that decision. I need a person that could do this, and you don't care where they come from, so long as they could do it and be loyal to you. Like that opens up. Yeah, but see, he took scoundrels off the street and gave them a purpose. Yeah, and then gave them a sense of of being and team without and, trying to change them. Yeah, well, that's inherent. He gave them a mission. When you give them the mission, it's inherent the change. But using those skills and talents, it's it. I'm saying not trying to like change them. Like with you, Ian. But trying to find it's like so. Like if you want to hire like someone to be a surgeon, you fire like serial killers that like like to cut people yeah, open. Yeah, sure. And, sure, and to you make them into the skilled serial killers started as surgeons. He, uh, no, no, no. He worked his way up to, like to find the, the head of Mary Kay. It was like multi-level marketing. It was like he found he the did, first yeah. seven. And then he's like, you seven, like tell me who your bosses are. And then I was like, tell me who you're. And they he finally got, got to 47 like, scouts yeah. out of all horse thieves. And there's like Genius. a great, like, do you remember that SNL skit? Like Bill Brasky, like, oh, Bill Brasky, he's seven foot five. And like, uh, well, like they all just like talking about him. So like he could steal a hen and uh, <laughs> his eggs right underneath the hen. Like, oh, Chell Van and he could. Like uh, the nobleman yeah. wouldn't even know for two days. Yeah. Well, so let me let me say this, and then we can move on to the second sentence of this chapter. Uh, <laughs> when when I was in elementary school, surprise, surprise, uh, well, really in school in general, I was not a great student behavior wise. Like I always thought I was smarter than the teacher from kindergarten. And you probably um, were. I I talked too much. I was there more to joke and socialize than I was to learn anything. But I've always had this knack for leadership, and it's not something that, like, I went after, but there always seemed to be a group of people that followed me. And I had a teacher, it's really a second grade, and I remember Miss Pew Scott, she was amazing. Uh, she, she gave me the whole lecture of, like, you know it's important, like, for you to behave and you to listen and you to help out because everything you do, there's six people in the class that are going to do exactly what you do. You were like, and- wait, what? Yeah. So she got smart. And instead of trying to break me and be like, you will behave, let me put the dunce cap on you and sit you in the corner or slap your knuckles. She was like, all right, Ian, this is your, this is your team of people. I'm going to go over the lesson once. All right. You're going to listen to it. They're going to listen to it, but then you're going to help them figure it out and learn it and get through their worksheets or whatever we're working on. while I help the rest of the class. So like, it's I don't tier know, you, one you, versus tier three strategy. You're a tier one learner. Therefore, you have greater knowledge than what is currently being taught. And you have the capacity to teach others because they listen. And then they suck you with a bunch of I, tier threes. Which, and I speak, their, I speak their language. Correct. Because you, I, you I relate to them better than the teacher ever could. Yeah. Isn't, it, isn't that one of the staples of like in medical school is you, you learn, you do, and then you teach like to reinforce yeah. like different concepts? Yeah. Do one, do one, teach one. Yep. You uh, take your, yeah. Learn one, do one, teach one. Yeah. <laughs> you take your tier three and you pair them with the tier one. And this is now theory. Back then she was genius. Now it's practice. 
She was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, there's a little hint of that in what Matt's doing. He's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna change you. I, I, I'm gonna look at the skills you have and and turn you into something very beneficial to work towards the mission here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but so Chell uh, Vannon comes up. This uh, the scout says, "Hey, Matt, you, you're gonna want to see this." So, what is it? He goes, "You're gonna have to see it. Like it's, it's bad." Yeah, and, when I heard that, I was like, dude, something really messed up just happened. Because yeah, I don't want to Ron Howard that. voice, like he didn't want to hear, like he didn't yeah. want to see that. When mm-hmm. Jordan writes with a serious tone, it's like, yeah, something really jacked up just occurred. Yeah. And, and consider the, the people that are talking, like they've seen some shit already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're probably a little more callous than a lot of people. And we know we're about to walk into something that is going to turn their stomach. I don't want mm-hmm. anything to do with this. Correct. Yeah, and it takes Matt over over the hill, and sure enough, there's an entire camp of tinkers, but they're all dead ski. Um, yeah, uh, completely brutalized, murdered. Um, everyone's dead. And so Hunter, who do you think did this? I was going to ask you that question. What are your thoughts, Hunter? Um, <laughs> and why do you this, think it's the White Cloaks? At this point in the book, who do I think did it? <laughs> uh, it it all comes down to like the. The riding on the the cart, like tell the dragon reborn, dragon reborn. Like, yeah. in the castle of ah. That's the, the only thing I had in my notes, and you beat me to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The yeah. castle of ah. <laughs> castle of ah. I don't know the castle of ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's the castle of ah. Uh, so, <laughs> um. Let's just go a little bit darker, and then we'll get funny again. How about when they realize how the bodies are laid out and how the men formed a line? And everything we know about Tinkers, like, they weren't going to fight back. But you Mm -hmm. could see, like, the men and the dogs, like, sprawled out as if they were trying to form a line to protect the women and children as they ran away. Like, fuck, man. Oh, man. Yeah. I think a lot of that, like, you know, on a much smaller scale, like, the emotions that Robert Jordan kind of put Matt having – are the same with like when something bad happens or a patient passes away, unfortunately, and like you show up or like you get there for a trauma, like you do like turn off for a little bit and you look at it like completely analytically, but then like the wave of like emotions hits you of like what actually happened. Like, but you know, you hit it and you're like, they were here, then this happened, then this happened. And you're like, okay. But then it's like they hit you that it was a person with a life and stuff. Yeah. It, even so, even even all of them already being dead and on the field, he takes a moment to recognize and feel the emotion of the the attempted sacrifice that that the men were trying to. Well, yeah, he's like, "Why didn't you tell me about this? I didn't need to see this." Yeah, mm-hmm. like that was that was it. It, it over it hit him. Yeah, and yeah. you know, I you made the comment. You know, why was it the white cloak? I don't think this was the white cloaks. No, because you think, think it was Ayo? No. I, uh, I, Dark friends, Forsaken. I, I don't. Hey, who, who, who do you guys think it was? Bandits. That's that's the hard part. Like I don't, I can't see the white clothes doing this because, well, I don't know. Maybe. Do you know why I think white cloaks? Because the and women, she, children no, were all killed. Check this out, though. This is this is why <clears> to me it makes sense. If it was Aiel that took him out, the they wouldn't even have had a chance to try and form some sort of no, defense. No. There wouldn't have been a, this is where the attack's coming from and the women and children are going to run that way. The white cloaks to me are like, 
what the red coats were like they're going to form up in front of you because they know they can overpower you and they're just going to march towards you da 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 and that's what the death layout looks like you see the men and the dogs yeah, they, they see the attack that. coming they have time to make a line and a stand and do some amount of protection it's just so hard to think that the white coats would do that like i i don't there weren't any trials more there. more death yeah that's remember true. they're influenced that's true but the tinkers mm-hmm. It's hard. I mean, I'm, I'm going to. That's what she said. <laughs> I'm going to have to agree with you because ah. I don't see any other group doing it. If it was Trollet, there would be more chaos. And if it was Aes Sedai, we probably wouldn't see blood. Now, Aiel, they just don't don't strike me that way. The Shido, I, don't, I still don't think would do that. I think they would take the women and children as captive, maybe, or. But still. But the, 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 the pattern of death doesn't match up to the <clears throat> pattern of attack that we even see coming up in a little bit here. At least that's where my mind is. And if, because, I'm, and if I'm wrong and it was Aiel, then uh, I love Robert Jordan. Y'all know that. Then he might have messed up in describing how these people died and how they were laid out, unless it well, was staged that way. I was, I was going to say, I think more or less maybe there was confrontation because the one thing we know about the Aiel, though they're – you know, skilled at what they do, they're also coming at the tinkers with a different frame of thought now. Like you all once were Aiel or we were once you, you're a disgrace to us, so we're going to disgrace you. So it's almost like taunting. So maybe there was some conversation first. Yeah. And then it unfolded. I guess it's possible, but... Not, not that I, but I mean, and, and not to sway what, who did what or what the answer is or if you'll ever know the answer. Um... But I don't think the Aiel would even have to flank. Like, uh, they would probably just show up, run through them, and be so much faster than the women and children. It's like, uh, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even think you'd see a separation between the men and women. It would be a pile of bodies doing whatever they were doing at that moment. One would still be by the cook pot. Yeah. Yeah. That's what do you think they were trying to tell the Dragon Reborn then? Tell the Dragon Reborn that the Holy Grail is in the castle of ah. Anthrax, Castle of Anthrax. That they found the. Song. We all need spankings. We've been very <laughs> bad. <laughs> they found the song. So that's what I thought. Or maybe they're like, we we know the harmony. If somebody knows the melody, we got this shit. <laughs> got it. Got it. That's why they got killed. They were sitting there, just like doing like. Yeah, it, a little Motown. We got, we got it. For the longest time. For the longest time. Apparently not long enough for him to finish his sentence. Jeez. <laughs> uh, anyway, after all this, Matt's like goes back to the army, says, Okay, let's make camp here. Um, Hold on, and stop. Stop, stop, stop. Mm-hmm. Stop, stop. Collaborate and listen. No, in the name of love. Um Before No, actually it's hammer time when you think about it. So he, That's he took up. the time to write, tell the dragon reborn. Tell the dragon reborn. I'm going to give that. There's room for two words, really, if you keep it short. So let's say he had the opportunity to write five words before he died. He could have said, white cloaks, Aiel did it, grail in French castle. Yeah. He wear the white rabbit. I mean, he could have been more, like, if you know you're about to die, yeah. Get rid of like all of the unimportant stuff. It's only a flesh wound. Yeah. No, yes. Fine. Thank you. <laughs> Five words. Five words. Yeah. 
you, you forgot Tiz. Tiz was in there somewhere. <laughs> Tiz on the F. All right. That's all I got. Now you can. Okay. So, yeah. So, Matt tells the army to make camp. Uh, and Matt decides to, even though he just saw a horrific scene, uh, instead of sleeping in his tent, he's like, I want to go count the constellations and sleep outside. Um, to be in. To be in. Yeah. As if the pattern so, said, don't sleep in your bed tonight. Right. Yeah. Matt. And and as he's sleeping outside, he hears something and wakes up to see a bunch of Aiel go to his tent and then come right back out, obviously looking for him. And were they I love Aiel? Like were they <laughs> I love this. So Matt sneaks away and Talmanis drunk comes on the hill. I was like, Matt, what's up, dude? I see you. Why aren't you talking, man? I'm trying to talk to you. Like, dude, we had so much cool whiskey over there, <laughs> and I am trash. And Matt's like, <laughs> he is, he is not, he, he is not a happy drunk like that. He's like, he's like, dude, you, you can just wash the dreams away. Just you, fucking get hammered. With them. <laughs> yeah, like, we can just not dream about anything. Wake up tomorrow. So when I yeah. when I first read through it, and I'm when I first read through it, I was thinking Tamanist was doing that on purpose because he knew the Aiel were there and he was trying to find a way to like get closer to Matt to help him. Mm-hmm. But oh oh, you're going a hard no. Okay, I'm going hard no. <laughs> so right. So after listening, um, after the read, I, I don't feel that as much. But technically, there was nothing that erases that as a possibility, other than Matt being like, "Oh, you fucking moron! Would you just stop?" Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he also is. He also is like, with Talonis making so much noise, I could probably get it. Yeah, do the real Sorry, Matt thing. <laughs> what What happens? I, I just. I, this is this is why I love Tom Manis because I picture Tom Manis is I see a lot of myself in him. Like literally, we're under attack and no one knows what other person. And I'm the guy walking in with a bottle of of Jim Beam. Be like, Yo, Ian, dude, I got this new bottle. We gotta try it. Like he's like, Shut up, shut up. Like we're being attacked. And I'm like, No, no, there's whiskey. Like that let's, that let's, totally let's, happened. Let, the let's, beer, let's, let's drink the, the, <laughs> the beer pong night where some people that nobody knew showed up with guns. Uh, but decided to pistol whip instead of shoot. Yeah. Like, that's what I thought of during this. Because nobody thought anything serious was about to go down <laughs> until it fucking went down. And we're yeah, like, yeah. what the fuck just happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who just let them crash. in here? And everybody's like, yeah, I don't know. Where they crash. And all of a sudden, like, a fight breaks out. It grows outside. And, like, I walk outside like, hey, we're fighting. Cool. And I see a guy, like, pull a gun and start walking back into the party. I was like, Not oh. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that's right this, for Newport News. This escalated oh quickly. <laughs> I'm like, well, he's inside. Run away, run away. Brave, brave Sir Allen. Sir Allen. If I could uh, just walk two more paces, I'd have 50 yeah. men in between me and him. Exactly. Uh, All right. I, I will give, I'm not going to give names because it was a really disturbing night, but it was a college party and some people from downtown Newport News and, uh, and from the hood showed up to this party at a college party. And they came packing. They lost a game of beer pong. They got upset. They went outside to the car, grabbed a pistol, started to come back to fire. And I will give it to the one little kid. I'm not going to say his name. But he literally, I've never seen as big balls as a kid. He walks up to the guy with the gun and puts his forehead into the barrel of the gun and says, what, you got nine, ten shots in there? There's a hundred of us. Start with me. Wow. <laughs> 
and um and the guy pistol whipped him and then ran um so you know getting stitches and everything like that but uh no no shots were fired hey but i was uh i, I had never seen anything like this i was just like what yeah are we in a movie <laughs> can we discuss this <laughs> he had, had yeah. a little bit of tequila that night and <laughs> was filling himself that that kid was uh yeah he was crazy. Um, Hunter, so this we should tell people and and maybe Hunter can chime in a little bit. There are many sides to Newport News. Uh, it's a and, beautiful uh, it's a beautiful conglomerate of people. You know, right, uh, right. Uh, Alan and I have shared stories, and Chris, well, Chris has shared. We've all shared stories that might yeah. make you think there's nothing but horrible things in Newport News, and that's not true. No, there there are some great beautiful things. There is a way to carve a path that leads you to be a transplant surgeon in Tampa. It is possible. <laughs> it's uh, possible. Yeah. That is yeah. one possible. And when I say one possible, just one. Just one. Hunter walked it and he covered his tracks and no one will ever find that path again. <laughs> um, it's an interesting place. Uh, it's a, it is an interesting place. Um, do you enjoy that you grew up there, Hunter? Like, yeah. what do you mean? I, do you, do you enjoy that? Yeah, like, so it's home. What do you? Uh, home right. is home. It is. Yeah. I'm still there. This is super news in the I background. Guess, right here. This is super news. Would you here. appreciate uh, it? I I, I, I joke about so news. in that I was joking that maybe there might have been a, a little sheltering of Hunter or anything like that. But you saw Newport News just like the rest of us, right? Uh, do you appreciate that? I'll say diversity. You could say diversity. There's so much more to that, but I'll just say diversity. Do you, do you appreciate that as part of your background? Sure. I mean, uh, you know, uh, you see a lot of, I mean, definitely a lot of people that I uh, work with, have trained with, did school with uh, throughout the years came from a less diverse background and suffer from that. Um, sure. Have a closed mindedness um, and just haven't, I don't know. They uh, uh, They think things should be a certain way. And don't take into account that like not everyone is yeah. uh, or has the luxury that was afforded to. Um, right. I mean, I, I think you don't have to look very far at Newport News to know that luxuries aren't afforded to everyone. It's twenty six point uh, miles, and at least fourteen of those is the food desert. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, Newport News. No, did, has, they built they they built the Piggly Wiggly downtown now. There's oh. Piggly Wiggly down there. Problem, problem solved. Yeah. 35th, 35th and J. Uh-huh. Right by the Boo 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 Wireless. Or, uh, I have a Boo Wireless cell phone. Is that still there? Yeah. Boo Wireless cell phones. Boo Wireless. We're not making that up. No. We're not. The iPod is a dog. A bulldog. <laughs> Yeah. I went in there once just to check it out. I didn't buy nothing. <laughs> I checked it out. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was AM radio. All right. <laughs> All right sorry. Well, anyway, back to the story. Um, so, so Tamal, Tamal, Tall Mayonnaise, uh, Tamanis comes out and uh, is drunk. And, and then right as Matt's trying to. I guess save him slash get close to him. Like an IEL pops up and all hell breaks loose because, yeah, um, they're they, they attack him, yeah, and, and they're all going after Matt. And Matt has his, his spear 
bow staff thing and is just going to town, like well, just dicing up. But he's gets hit too. I mean, he's it's yeah, a lot of ideal. I won't say going to town. He he got he tavered his way through. Excuse me. Oh, I burped. Killing the first one, like mm-hmm. shot to the heart. Mm-hmm. Right. But that guy was probably just ahead of everybody else in the tech. And immediately after that, uh, Jordan writes that he was almost full defensive mode. Matt was twirling it around like with all of his best fucking bow staff skills and doing everything he could do to defend, not attack. Right. He was no. spinning around no. like crazy, just knocking spears away, trying to survive. Right. And still got diced up in the process. Yeah. So this was a little bit, a little bit, but he was able to, I mean, he survived, sure. didn't he? Yeah. And the whole time he's thinking, I should have run when I had the bloody chance. Yeah. Tomato's going to fend it for his damn self. <laughs> Can I say mm-hmm. for the normal person when shit like this happens, and I'm not saying I've been in this scenario, uh, but I definitely, I, I came out of a bar in, um, forgive me, there's probably a better way of saying this, but there, there's communities in Germany where, Large groups of people move in there. They don't necessarily assimilate. They kind of take over those areas. And there's a huge Turkish population in Germany. And the the blocks of streets that are like all Turkish, we call it Turk Town. It's not a negative thing. It's just, you know, you know when you cross into it. Anyways, I went to a club in a Turk Town uh, chasing after a girl. We had a fantastic night, but she was Turkish. And when I left, I was all by myself. And I got jumped by no less than 10 Turkish dudes. And let me tell you, I was not thinking about anything else mm-hmm. but trying to survive that. Like, mm-hmm. so when Matt is, I'm fending off like the Aiel, which we know are like the badass of the badass of what we know right now, mm-hmm. doing everything to survive. And like Chris said, meanwhile, he's like, man, I should have got out of here when I could. Like, how do you have the brain cells like available to focus on that? On top of giving commands, rally you pigeon yeah. gun, you stealers. Mm-hmm. Are you? He has yeah. a lot more. He has a lot more thoughts. He's like, uh, he's thinking. He has like a previous thought that like a general on the front lines is an idiot or like a whatever. Yeah, so it's not all that. Uh, I'm more impressed that he got like the wind knocked out of him and managed to keep going. Like every oh, time yeah. I've ever gotten the wind knocked out of me, I'm just like, just kill me. I just be like, just, <laughs> I'm down. I'm End it now. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Life's over. Hunters on the ground, just kind of wheezing, just like just stabbing. Okay, gotta get bigger. It's over. Everybody's like, no, no, just just stand up. It's the water's not that deep. You're like, help, help, Like I got laid out one time on concrete, and it was like (gasps) I couldn't I hearing myself making the noises, struggling to find air was like, and somewhere in my mind, I was like, you gotta relax. And then the guys like started crowding around me, like, dude, is he all right? And all of a sudden, like, I felt the breath and the tears start running down my eyes and the anger picked up. Then it became a lot easier to breathe. <laughs> Once that adrenaline kicks in, you're like, mm-hmm. but so to my point, um, imagine that feeling at that moment where you're like, oh shit, that's where Matt's at. And he's having how many different thought processes right now about should be somewhere else, like you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, hunter but general shouldn't be there like i couldn't help but think about that like that's crazy like is he just super mind man or like he's like zach braff and scrubs just having like a, some fantasy of just like uh like, i really shouldn't be here right now yeah. man like uh, how did i get myself into this situation? general who leads the front at the battle is a fool mm-hmm. yeah 
Man, a man could get killed in there. That was pure Matt Coffin. <laughs> that was my favorite <laughs> quote of this whole chapter and probably of the whole book. It just speaks to his personality, which is like, I'm going to do what I need to do to help out. But if I can get away from the problem, I'm out of mm-hmm. here. I'm out. So, yeah. 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 So before, like, just like with any quick battle scene or fight scene, it's pretty much over as soon as it starts. Um, it it, mm. it, it doesn't take long for it to finish. Um, and not dead, but they've definitely that, taken some of their. That's what she said? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was over before um, it started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, <laughs> and yeah, so after it's all over, Matt's first instinct is like, I shouldn't have been able to hear anything. You are too good for that. Like, what, what was the sound I heard? So he goes to investigate. Oh, yeah, and he finds out that somebody had transported them there. Mm-hmm. Through a gateway. Thoughts? Well, but we know that there's a, uh, with the Shido, there is a dark one, a dark friend. Tame? 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 Yeah. Tame? Tame? There was a lot of jumping to conclusions. It, it was very Sherlock Holmes. That's like, the name of the he, game. Get it? He's like, you jump. He's like, the cuts on this group are way too, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, uh, yeah. You jump to conclusions. Uh, no, but he's like looking at the ropes. He's like, it's too good of a cut. It's the like- ropes and the bushes and the, all the things were just too cleanly done. Like, I've only seen this one other time, and that's when Rand is. The hedges are perfectly throw. trimmed. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I get nervous when the bushes perfectly <laughs> trimmed. trimmed. Yeah. I'm like, there, you know, it's a Tuesday. Throw, throw what what the fuck is this for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who are you trying to impress? Oh, uh, God. Yeah. I've got an appointment with a guy to call it. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, meanwhile, so, the gynecologist is like, I like, I, I so was it, do you think it's a forsaken that brought them there? I'm actually, I joke about the time thing, but in the back of my mind, I, I can't eliminate that possibility. We're assuming he's 100% on Rand's side, but we know he can do the gateway thing. Other than that, we also know all of our Forsaken we've been talking about now. They could definitely do it. So, sure. Yeah. Might be a Samurai kind of thing. We also Mm -hmm. know that that there are wise ones in the Shido who are now partnered Mm -hmm. with Aes Sedai, one of which is a dark friend. But they don't know how to make gateways. But the dark friend may know how to make gateways. And me, maybe I thought that to the Shido. I think we're dealing with somebody high level here. This yeah, is, forsaken. Yeah. It ain't no trollic. Yeah, I, I mean, we say the Shido not, don't know how to make gateway, but we don't. We don't know what they know how to do. No, all yeah. these we wise have women are different. Yeah, they okay. withhold their capabilities. Like, whoa, I still, yeah. I agree. There's more than meets the eye there. Yeah. At this point, I just want all the evil things that. Are IO related to have something to do with the Shido automatically just because they're they're treacherous dogs? And Shido yeah. sounds like Shadow, so we're supposed to not like them. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm reading a book right now, a different book, and it has a magic system in it. And um, it, and one of the things they talk about is how a lot of people figure stuff out, but then they keep it to themselves because they don't want to teach other people their secrets. So a lot of like things are discovered, but then taken to the grave. Because it is the same type thing. Like, yeah. Shadow might have figured it out, but, like, you would never know because they're not going to share. They're not going to share. I just finished a book where a guy had to kill his lover twice. Not um, even knowing. Double Jeopardy? Ashley Judd? You got you got to that point. Yeah. Not it's even tough. knowing 
what he knew about his love or thought he should know about his love because uh-huh. he technically didn't kill his love the first time. Yeah. Ian, you got to read Mistborn. I'm past, I'm past the prologue. <laughs> I'm starting to understand the. Is it Ska? Are we calling him Ska? Yeah, Ska. Ska. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. And there's there's Mistborn within the Ska that have some powers. And okay. I think it's neat that, well, I'm assuming we're going to run into somebody that could do a little bit of everything. But as of right now, I'm just running into there's like specialists within, mm-hmm. like yeah. they could do certain things, certain things only. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So you are reading some Mistborn. All right, awesome. Yeah, it's like the uh, it's like the Avatar. You know, there's some of them that are like firebenders, waterbenders, benders, but there's there's got to be. Speaking of which, I can't wait for the Avatar live action. Yeah, I mean, when when they made the live action movie, I was really confused when they made the Avatar live action movie because I I just I mean I watched the cartoon growing up a little bit and um like blue aliens just didn't make sense to me. Like, are you kidding just, me? They were so fucking hot. But, but that makes sense. Like that was the I, I just, second time like, I fell in love with a <laughs> animated. Is it animated? Computer animated? CGI. Yeah. The CGI. I, I, oh, I thought you were going to say a Blue Alien and like the what the. Um, I'll save fifth, the Fifth Element. You were like no, uh, yeah. no. My first was Ahsoka Tano. She was yeah. straight up animation. Oh my gosh, yeah. still. Gosh. Okay, sorry. Yeah. You never watched. You never watched Naruto. You know, Tsunade seems up your alley. No. No. Um, yeah. yeah, that no, might explain yeah. why my <laughs> teenage boys watch it. Yeah, they're like, is. "I'm going to bed early," and I'm like, "Oh, why? definitely, uh huh, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. 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 just, I'm just lock the door, Christmas. Dad. Just don't worry about me. Sixty-five years old and still firm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so as Matt's investigating, he hears a sound behind him. Whoops around with a spear, almost kills in Oliver. Good old Oliver. He's like, what the hell are you doing here? He's like, well, um, I didn't want to stay with like a foster parent again. So I followed yeah. you because Matt, Matt tried to do right by him. Yeah, it didn't work. Yeah. The good old Oliver's there. So now, why is this kid really needed? Is this Matt's Tavirin pulling T- on this kid? Tavirin pull. Yeah. Is this kid going to like save Matt at some point by bringing him a horse? Remember how many mm. books we have? We need some young people to get involved now. To Are, is Oliver going to save the world? No, it's gonna be him versus that would be uh, a Tater in a boxing match to see who yeah. you know saves the world. Is it you, Hunter? Do you have kids? All right, cool. <laughs> oh, I was like, uh, yeah, dad so, dad, dad duty. I get it. I understand. I love that he was trying to be slick about it. Apparently, he forgot that our first episode was nothing but Alan's dog, squeaky toy, and the yeah. squeaky toy. <laughs> so. <laughs> And we love we love kids better. Well, I won't say better. We love kids as well. Yeah, but we also love dogs. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, there's a st- there's a stand that I'm, I'm going to do a little tangent because there's a stand comedian I saw do a stand up the other day, and he was talking about it was like, yeah, so last year my dad died, and like the crowd's completely hushed, and like no one says anything. He's like, yeah, dog, and and my my sister went to the dog and told the dog that you know, hey, your your owner died, and. The dog cried, crawled up into his favorite chair and then passed away that night. And the whole crowd goes, oh, and he goes, you know what? No one said all oh, when I said my dad died and I made up this dog. <laughs> and everyone says, oh, like you guys care about the dog more than you do about my own dad. Yeah. <laughs> that joke lands perfectly on this crowd because it, at least within our discord, I could tell you we've got animal lovers. So, yeah, mm-hmm. for real. Yeah. Yeah, which I appreciate. Uh, your dad died. Okay. Um, there, there are. Oh, but the many... dog. Oh. 
There's many animals I connect better with than humans. So, uh, oh, true. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Anywho. So yeah. Um. So Oliver's there. Um. He has come to help tend the horses of, I guess, one of the, yeah. Um. Somebody else. There. Somebody else. Um. You know, sent by Tomanus himself. Um. Yeah. Um. Matt gets some of his wounds sewed up. Um. Well, we got to pay attention to the boy though. He was a smart kid. He's like, yeah, the lady mm-hmm. didn't want me. She just wanted the money. So I figured mm-hmm. I'd come out here and make some money on my own. Yeah. Like. It's, he's really young too, like eight or six, or he's super young. So mm-hmm. I like his his tenacity. And then Matt tried to give him some gold to add to his little bundle of treasures. The boys, like, I ain't no beggar. I don't want no fucking handout. I, yeah, I like this kid. Is this a? So I see this is where the shows mess us up because I feel like in the books this is a kid Matt could relate to, but. In the show, even though Matt's a little like, oh, I don't want to take your money, he takes he takes the money of his friends. He seems mm-hmm. like he's more in a position where like he has to take the handout because not for him, but for the responsibilities for his siblings or whatever. But in the, the book, Matt, I feel like would not take a free handout. Like even though he's the, the trickster, even though he gets in trouble, yada yada yada. I mm-hmm. and maybe I'm maybe I'm like putting myself into him i don't know <laughs> Do, like what do you what do you okay no i mean well you know how come never mind we're not gonna go uh, that out <laughs> never uh, mind. i stopped myself no but I, I i see where you're what you're saying like projecting a little bit of you into this character but no i completely agree with you the matt that is in the book has a lot more hardship to deal with Mm-hmm. Like, though he's not an orphan, he's got two no-good parents. Yeah. Sure. That's where in the TV show, his dad, though he's a bit of a drunk and his mom's a little bit of a wild cannon, like, he's still, they're still respected people. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. I just, I feel like, I feel like the Matt in the books, if somebody, well, I know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I am projecting myself. Mm-hmm. I just feel like uh, maybe there's some relation of oh, hand me gold. Why well, I'd rather work for it and find a way to earn it, and be able, because then there's bragging rights with saying I earned it. I did something to earn it. He does give Oliver a horse too, which that's but for a reason. Yeah, I know. Again, it's yeah. not a free horse. He, gave him he gives a him job. a job. He get, yeah. thank you, thank you, Chris. He did not give him a horse, Alan. Get off okay. of this podcast if you're going to poison people's minds like that. <laughs> <laughs> he gave him a How job. I am this podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. Gave him ten thousand dollars of student loan forgiveness. That's uh, no, I'm, I'm getting twenty. Oh, you get twenty. Oh, nice. <laughs> no matter what, pays off, pays off that. I'm taking all of it. I, I, I yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm not gonna, question. I'm not gonna, if I had Pell Grant, I if I had Pell Grants in my undergrad, even though those were paid off by yes, the army, because you can't. Get yeah, them. I don't think the Supreme Court's going to hold it up anyway. Well, well my—I I know they're talking a lot about it. I don't think the Supreme Court's going to hold it up. Bro, There's already lawsuits from the from the loan companies trying to like. No, what they should have done is just get rid of the interest, not the actual debt itself. Well, they, they that would, do that too. That'd be the easiest, but that'd be that's easiest. temporary. They, they, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's temporary, but they're talking about actually making that a thing as well. That's actually in the plan. Is to get rid of the interest rate right. on top of, yeah, have really- a twenty percent interest rate on your student loans and like what the fuck. Uh, anyway, so anyway, yeah. yeah. 
Man, I came back at the perfect time. I'm so happy uh, to have $10,000 off of my $300,000 worth of loans. Uh, yeah, with medical school debt. It's great. Uh, Wait, have you done the math? Because I feel like you might have. If you're anything like your brother, you have a spreadsheet. How many, more, how many more organs do you have to move from one person to another <laughs> until you're dead? No, how ethically do I want to move? No answer that question. <laughs> and why do you vacation in Mexico so often? <laughs> All right, Jake, post the disclaimer again. That's yeah. the time. <laughs> <laughs> Mexico, First you mean the United Arab Emirates? Uh, <laughs> there you go. All right. I was wondering why you built that 24 car garage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now the FBI is knocking on the door tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, right. um, no, trust me, they're busy right now. They're not worried about my it. favorite thing yeah. that's come from these, like, uh, like the memes following the ten thousand dollar forgiveness is the uh, like these conservative, you know. And they're on both sides. The pundits that are just talking heads that are yeah. pieces mm-hmm. of shit on both sides. Oh, yeah. And uh, But the conservative ones that are like, you know, government handouts, stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. And then like the immediate response is their like COVID forgiveness loan of how much <laughs> money they got. It's like, like uh, I think Stephen Crowder is the name of one of them. And then someone was like, is this you? And it was like $74,000 to forgive. Like, uh, it's like, yeah, right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's not the point. Yeah, yeah. No, point, that was yeah. because COVID happened, and it's like, oh, so everyone who has student loans didn't go through the same. Okay. Okay. Let's <laughs> not, just, not uh, the point. Not the point. Yeah. Not the point. Yeah. Anyway, uh, not to get political. Uh, that's how we end this chapter. So uh, with Oliver getting a horse, and with uh, Ed, Matt thinking, like, I hope I'm not putting them a lot of fire. Um, and yeah. He's good, but he reined him in the Taverinness. So mm-hmm. like he's a he's a Taveran child right now. He was born mm-hmm. of the Taveran. So he's gonna keep on yeah. keeping on. He's yeah. gonna dodge bullets and shit. Yeah, that's that's where we end it. So you guys ready to go to the next one? Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I Sounds just good. say we have three chapters tonight? Yeah. We just finished the first chapter. I've had mm-hmm. four white claw surges. If I keep uh. this pace up, y'all gonna see something tonight. Mm. <laughs> it's not gonna be that long. Anyway. I'm on my second search. Ain't. <laughs> uh, I'm on my second uh search. So um, yeah. Uh, there. H2O. There you go. Oh man. All right. And and this is my last search, and then I'll have to switch over to liquor or wine. I got will never in. Yeah. Anyway, the YouTube video is going to be eight hours long. It's all everyone just like. <laughs> we're going to take a Chris nap. We're all, all going to take a little nappy nap at the end. Because uh, Jake's already admitted that he's fucking hammered drunk. So, uh, yeah. So, it's, it's amazing. Stream goes on. These, these gifts. Uh, it's going to be an eight hour stream of us all sleeping by the end, guys. We're going to so, make very around. profound <laughs> statements, and Jake is going to drop the giggity. We're going to be like, what? What does that even have to do with anything? <laughs> so, move to chapter 23 to oh, understand okay. a message. And um, we're with uh, Grendel's point of view. So, we're forsaken. We're at this Samuel's. Now, yeah, were they in Talanriad? I think they're at Samuel's palace. They're, they're in Ilion. Sam- well, yeah, they're hold on. She, Grendel even talks about um, how it seems like they're in his palace place in, would you say, Ilion? But even mm-hmm. she's not totally convinced it is it. 
it might be a facade of it. Okay. And uh, this At least is, I think that's the way I read it. I'll give the tiniest of like, I don't think this is ever explained. Spoil uh, me, baby. But I think, uh, I think Grindel's the type of, of woman, lady, whatever, that uh, would definitely use like the mask of mirrors or like a weave yeah. to, to pump up her boobs and look all like, uh, you know. So mm-hmm. I think that's what the color changing cloak and like her losing some of like the. Okay. Like, uh, I was super confused. Like, why is her gown changing colors? Unless yeah. they're in the dream and she doesn't have much control because she didn't care to practice that, which would surprise the heck out of me. But, you know, or they're, they're in the real they're world perfect. and she has more control than you think. Yeah. Using the, the one power to other. Yeah. yeah. Well, but she makes the comment later that she hadn't been embracing Sidar. Okay. And then if she did, he would notice and then he would be upset. Yeah. So either like this cloth is like in like a mood ring yeah like imbued with power and changes with her mood or why are you surprised by the other, mood dress? other but it could not it may not be the dream realm it may be like a special realm for them mm. what did they call light bulbs in this chapter uh i swear to god it was just light um bulbs. <laughs> i don't bulbs remember or something yeah glow like bulbs. Uh, i don't know something yeah. i care about i don't have a book it must I, have been like British. I can't people. fast like, enough uh, to. Yeah, that was a global. A little scrubbed up on your cheese nubs, oddly in heavy golden kettle holders, giving yeah. much better illumination than candles or oil lamps ever could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't even catch so, that. That's what he. That's what he found in the stasis box with some sweet light bulbs. And the fact that they brought up a stasis yeah. box, it was like yeah. So before we get there, we talk about the gaudy, uh, or not the gaudy, but just the decor and Ilion's completely from the Age of Legends at this point, the glow bulbs and everything like that. And yeah. and Grindel comments on that, say, like, or at least thinks about it, saying like, wow, this is this is a little forward. Um, but that's Samuel. Trying to, trying to prove a point. Yeah. And yes, yeah, so they have an important book called The Temple of Infinite, Infinity. Mm-hmm. Uh, the I original. That's going to come back. At some point, and have some importance, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, and they have a stasis box. Y'all watch the show, right? They have it. Yes, we yes, do watch yes. the show. Okay, um, so you know how like the show, the Age of Legends, it was like space cars and things like. That. Yeah, it was the Jetsons. What, so, so do you think this place, if they're doing the show, is going to be like technoed out and like he's got an original copy? It's like a techno song, like playing in the background. It's like. Damn, mm-hmm. he found the original like Darude Sandstorm. Yeah, like, what, uh, which is which is the song? That's that's <laughs> that's, that's the Tinkers are looking yeah. for is, yeah. is Sandstorm. <laughs> you know what? You know what made me give up on really trying to predicting what the show is gonna do is when 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 Rafe made the comment of uh, just consider this show kind of like another turning of the wheel. It's not gonna be the exact same. It'll be different. So I'm yeah. like, okay, if we're supposed to go with that vibe, like literally. Anything could happen. I don't know. The Sean Chan Chandler's were ball gags. It's weird. It's a weird turning of the wheel. Mm-hmm. You say weird. I say. Do each their own, my friend. <laughs> Safe objects. Safe <laughs> objects. Not just a collar. But yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, found a stasis box, uh, and yeah, um, and, and they're talking about that the box. What's in the box? What's in the, What's box? In the box? What's in the box? Global. It could be a full-grown Jamara in there. 
You don't. Yeah, they talk no, about that. No, it's it's the adolescent wormies. Mm-hmm. So they're, yeah, never gonna get, which, they're never going to get to mature form. Yeah, yeah. Neither am the I. Beautiful, the beautiful butterflies that you must. Which are horrifying. If you have ever seen the the um uh, the world of, of of the wheel of time, the the it's ex, extra book or whatever that they explain some of these things on. I have what they could. Be I uh, I just assumed it was a butterfly. Oh, yeah, there's actually but a, a big butterfly. Let me see. If, I think it's. I think it's in this. This. This thing. Uh, what if they mature to like a million gnats, and that's why they're so horrifying? Because they go in uh, your nose, they go in your eyes. You're like these fuckers. They don't care about bug spray. Mm-hmm. No, they yeah. don't. Exactly. Balefire all of Canada. The waste. Just. <laughs> you have to. That's a hell of a finger blast. <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, sorry. So the tempo of infinity was an artwork and not a, not a book. So one might think you looted a museum, Samuel. He's like, nope. Only a stasis box. I suppose people tried to say what they did in the last days. So I like how he's tying in a little bit of future to a whole lot of what originally I assumed was like the past. Like they hadn't moved forward enough to have electricity, hadn't moved forward enough to have cars, but essentially it was a gigantic regression as the world had been changed and shifted into what it had become. So I'm wondering how much of the old world is going to be used along with the magic during this current turn. Yeah, like mm-hmm. when are we going to start building roads like Rome? Because their roads are still fucking there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Agreed. I don't know what I'm saying. No, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, and the aqueduct systems too. I think the world yeah. was broken like a bit too much. So, um, I mean, the way that I always read it, and this is going to pass, so I don't think I'm spoiling anything in the future. Is like um, there is no time, uh, Hunter. Just hit us with the yeah, final times. Times a flat circle. Uh, is that like the breaking was so bad? If you imagine, like, let's say the four of us survived the breaking, and like they blew up all the power plants, and like, uh, and the infrastructure was kind of there. I don't think the four of us could figure out how to like get electricity working again. We'd be like, ah, shit. Like batteries I'm work. Mad because, at many skills. Yeah, batteries work because you just plug them in and then you press on. I don't mm-hmm. know what yeah. uh, we're doing here. Uh, <clears throat> That conversation would go nowhere because there's a person like me that would say, fuck electricity. The Indians had it right. Let's just live in teepees, make love to our wives, and hunt during the day. Fine. Or fish. Yeah. We made it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You go be an IEL. <clears throat> there you uh, go. Yeah. 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 All right, Alan, are you back? Do you know where we are? Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're stage two of chapter 23. We're, we're in stage two. Sorry, talking about Agonor's creatures. So this is where you learn that Agonor created a lot of the creatures. Um, Does Hunter need earbuds? Are we echoing somewhere? Yeah, oh, he has earbuds. Right. There's, so, a little, there's a little echo. It might be from me. I, don't know. I thought I now, the slightest something. Was this him experimenting as a scientist and creating things? Or was this him using powers that he received as a dark friend? Wait, are we still Samuel? Agonor. No, they talked about Agonor creating. Yeah. Oh. He created the Jamara. He created the Trollocs. He created. Yeah, he's the one who created a lot of shadows. Because I mean, we we like it. 
in my mind, it's like this could have been done with just like modern technology, like splicing and stuff like that, genetic alterations. And then we had the breaking of the world. I don't know. think we're that good yet, Chris. He's, oh, uh, he's thinking. I saw his eyes moving. He was thinking. No, but I'm saying like I, I, we, I don't think we could were, make. We don't think we could make trollics. They were. They may have been that good. I mean, uh, we don't know where they're at. I mean, the the source, the power could have been a huge nuclear yeah. explosion or something totally different, some type of fission of some sort that ended in you know radiation poisoning and people getting powers yeah it is our world you know and we're, I, I, we're living in the first age i know i'm skipping around a little bit but there's a couple couple of shadow spawn that are mentioned i mean, got mentioned worms which we've seen from either world they're the things that chase them the Jamar. worms that are the that are the adolescent are the the yeah young the form of jamara which and then grant also grando's really afraid of the shit that Landfear introduces to the little froggy things with multiple eyes grom yeah. No, Gollum is different. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Have we have we met a Gollum? No, but they mention it in this chapter. No. So mm. that's why, okay, so I was thinking that was the froggy thing. No, that's different. Oh, I was going to ask no. what you think Gollums are. <laughs> Stone creatures. That... Yeah, Gollums are made of earth and clay, and they're given Something a very, like that. They're given yeah. a very basic intelligence with, like, a very narrow focus of, like, you can create them individually, and their sole purpose of existence is to kill a certain purpose. Like person. a gray man. Oh yeah, that was where I went when I heard it. Uh, that, maybe that, maybe maybe rip them apart to pieces. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Chris, I didn't even think that, but that that fits the generic definition. When we talk of about Gollum, yeah, yeah. But do you think that Grendel would be scared of a gray man? Uh, if it was her gray man, no. If it was somebody else's, yes. Hmm. Uh, maybe yeah. not scared, but she's definitely scared. She said she literally almost died, like uh, due to something that Agnor made. Because that dude, maybe Agnor had Taco Bell. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We've all been there. Yeah. Also, Samuel during this whole scene claims he found a cache of of Angriel and made a truce with Rand. And Grendel's no, he like, says he has a cash coming to him. Coming to yes, which we know he, he made, right? But then also that he had made truce of Rand, which Grendel's like bullshit. Yeah, no, <laughs> that, I was like, this is him playing her. Let's see how well he does because she's yes. supposed to be like the mistress of the webs. Like I get to play everybody, all you puppets dance around me. So like, if I have to pick a favorite character out of these three chapters, it would be him for this. Yeah, so you know have you ever known people that will put out their absolute best of everything they have but then when you're there they're constantly apologizing that they didn't have time and they're I'm so sorry that I only have my worst out like I feel like that's what he's doing here even with the hints of what he got in the stasis box I feel like he's showing her everything he has he's laying all his cards down but he's bluffing her by going Oh, but there's so much more. This is just what I had time to show you. This is, I, I have access to more than this. Hmm. So I, I, I think he's huh. bluffing bullshit. Yeah. And she's worried that he's actually been already named Nablus and doesn't like, she, she has that moment where she kind of fears that. Um, 
And eventually Samuel asks like where the rest of the Forsaken are. And and Grimm kind of gives a report, says, you know, well, Landfeeler, Landfeeler and Asmodian are dead. And Messina's in a tower. And he's like, okay, where's everybody else? He's like, I don't know. He's like, well, you need to go find them right now. Like, and if they are dead, I need to see their corpses. Yeah. And because this is from her perspective, like the vibe is that she's going to act on his, I won't say request, command, command, right? Like, mm-hmm. this just seems weird. Yeah. I would yeah, think we really would... think Lampy is dead. I'm kind of putting her in the same camp as, as Moraine. Uh, Moraine. Yeah. I don't think they're dead. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think, uh, um, Asmodian's dead either. Mm, I'm, I'm iffy on him. I, I'm pretty sure he's dead. Oh, sorry. Um, not Asmodian. What were the first two we killed in Eye of the World? Bilal and, and Agnor. Yeah, I don't think they're dead. I think they're coming back. Well, no, they already came back. Yeah, well, in the prologue. In the prologue. They were brought back to life by the... Um, Is that a spoil? I think that was hint- I, th- I think that was hinted, but not... No, no, no. It no, was, it's not said it. It's not Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're definitely right back in the mix. Yeah, yeah. Um, just in different bodies. Yeah, just different bodies. Which makes me wonder whether or not Asmodian will be brought back in a different body. Agonor's a girl now? Isn't that yeah. what it is? Yeah. As yeah. Asengar and what's the other one? Arangar and Asengar. Arangar and Asengar. Yeah. It's yeah. Which means something, in old tongue. I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember what it means. But yeah. Um, but I mean that that right there just shows you it's kind of the same thing that happens with the Brigitte and everybody else. They kind of like come back into another body. Well, there's only one way to truly get rid of someone. You got to finger blast finger them. Blast. Yeah. Even that can't be brought back. But uh, yeah, the Dark One is the Lord of the Grave. He can bring people back from the dead if they're worthy. Um, and yeah, that's it from Grindel's point of view, I think. Anything else from her? I mean, they talk about Shadow Spawn. They talk about Forsaken that are missing. What do you think about Messina being in the tower? Masana. Masana. Sorry, Masana. Yeah. Not Masana. Masana. Jacuzzi in the background. <laughs> Um, I mean, we already kind of knew this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we assumed that there's a dark friend kind of manipulating things. Someone mm-hmm. had to be pulling the strings of the Black Asha, mm-hmm. and I believe that's who doing. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But who is Rosanna like taking the place of? In the spirit of like communication, do you feel like the Forsaken, like the Dark One? If you just pick people that would work together, they could have totally, like, easily destroyed the world. He'd been free and they would have ruled the world, for sure. It's it's like, he must be sitting in the prison just, like, just fucking stop. Yeah. But he's all about chaos, so this kind of falls right in line with that need, just everything being completely chaotic. Just pick them as toxic people in the the universe. Chaotic is almost... it seems like the best strategy when you have people who can see the future, make predictions. You have people that can see in somebody's aura, like what they're destined to do, whatever. And if there's the possibility that they can communicate well enough with people that have the power to stop it or change it, and you're trying to defeat that, then you have to be chaotic and you have to 
like the dark rent socials, like give individual missions and make sure other people don't know about it. It has to be wonky for it to work. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And then after this, we switched to Samuel's point of view. Uh, just He's like, my face freaking hurts from this fake smile. I'm so glad yep. I can get rid of it. Yeah. And he thinks about how you manipulated her, how well you manipulated her. And bingo. Uh, He's determined to be the last one standing. So, I mean, the whole thing with the Forsaken all competing against each other, like, they're just trying to off each other, too. Yeah. Yep. That's why I hope Landfair comes back, because I think she had a great approach early on of recognizing it, trying to bring a couple people in, and, like, remember she was talking to the others and was like, okay, clearly we're all going to start. It was like Survivor, like the TV show. So Mm -hmm. clearly at the end, there's only going to be one. But for now, let's whittle it down to just our group and let's we'll work together for a little while. Let Rand take out, you know, a couple of the others. No big deal. Like she had good strategy. Mm-hmm. If she was on Survivor, she would have lasted longer. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ian, about your loss of your fiance. Yeah, I, uh, thank you. I'm glad if, somebody recognized it. All I got was a yeah from Alan. But if I, not for uh, anything else, if not for anything else for ratings, I mean, yeah. usually the hot one goes further in Survivor just because it's it, it helps the ratings. Yeah. <laughs> you, the producers my, really blew it. You get my wife's things. name out of your mouth, Alan. Wife <laughs> now. Wow. Yeah. You got, you got to come over there and smack me like Chris Rock. Will Smith. Well. My wife comes up in the next chapter, so uh, I'm excited hey. about that. Hey. Is it sorry, Leah? <laughs> yeah. Sun-dried raisin. Sun-dried. Oh, yeah. Oh, there you go. That's the uh, only downside of living in Tampa, but you know what? <laughs> There's plenty of sun-dried raisins. Uh, yeah. So are we uh, – anything else from this chapter? It's a short one, but there's there's a lot of little nuggets that happen here. There's a lot of uh, lot of stuff. I guess I was just giddy about getting a forsaken perspective, and then I was like, "Oh shit, we're gonna start getting their perspectives, so we can get yep. in their head." I mean, we've been guessing about mm-hmm. the way they think for so long, and now we have the chance to get into it. Yeah, yeah. Samuel really thinks that he's nameless. Like, uh, what he do y'all think about that? I, I don't. I don't think he thinks uh, that. He doesn't think that. He he thinks he's it's a bluff. If he can hold out, there's a difference. I don't even think I don't even think the the truce conversation. I paused for a moment. I was like, wait, what if the way Samuel sent this messenger uh, was able to read Rand's subconscious and because of the way he died and how things unfolded that even though Rand was like, screw you. And it, well, it wasn't just Rand. It was Rand and Luz calling him out for all the shit he did. And I'm going to come get you. What if like there's some secret way that Samuel knew what he meant subconsciously of like, wink, wink. Yeah. Okay. Truce, but I can't say truce. And then I was like, no, that's absurd. That's absurd. There's no way. Yeah. Yeah. So Samuel has uh, to be full of shit. His neighbor strategy is just like, well, if I'm the only one left, then I have to be neighbors. Like, uh, I'm going to survive. Yeah. Yeah. I guess part of me also thinks he's not that stupid. Because well, you, no, you still gonna, have to be worthy of it. But if you're, you're a total gonna, shit box and you're the only one left, and the great lord of the dark is like, "Where's who, my second? Who needs to and, be freed?" And Pater's over there picking his nose, and Pater's like, "I'm the only one left." Do you think great lord of the darks could go, Pater? You are nameless. I mean, you know, yes, 
Yeah. <laughs> Wait. He needs to be free. His prediction. Pater is Nablus. Pater is the dark one himself. All right. Oh, yeah. Pater, he, he's Pater. well beyond Nablus. Yeah. Team you, Pater. You could be channeling Jordan right now and making it a joke, but actually you just spoiled us for book 13. <laughs> you yeah. think this isn't a book 14 spoiler? Could be a 14. Uh, oh, this, shit. This, this, this is a final, final pages spoiler. Peter Peter wins everything. Yeah, and as the as the battlefield, he looks upon you know the battlefield and sees the destruction. Yeah. Who the oh, hell yeah. Ozzy calls you a Peter hater? Peter hater. <laughs> yeah. So, anything else from this chapter before we move on? No, we 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 pull a lot break, of- and I got to read. Yeah, I I got to refill too. Uh, we're going to take a first going. intermission that we've taken in a while, so I'm actually going to try to share my screen and do. Yeah. Well, Egwene's one of the main characters. You gotta, you gotta love, hate Egwene. It's, it's a love hate. She's been here. Yep. Still here. So Egwene's wandering through Kyrian in a good mood. Um, she's amused by how people have taken, uh, people take her as an Aiel woman. Wait, are um, we talking about Egwene or Princess Jasmine? Um. <laughs> oh. Was a whole on? new world. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, despite her height and her eyes, I mean, I guess at this point she's really tan she's been in the waist. But um, yeah, they all assume she's just like on the eye heel. And, and moist because of all the steam baths. Mm. Moist. <laughs> moist. Using that word that some people hate. Like undulate. Hip undulation. That's how you undulate. swim butterfly. I told, I told you about Daniel Green. And the undulating thing with uh, Murphy. Yeah. yeah, that was fantastic. I can't wait for my opportunity. Yeah, I, I've actually looked into Cameo to see if like we could hire someone to do something for our podcast. It's actually not that expensive. Uh, it's pretty spend, reasonable price. Spend the money, Alan. All right, guys, yeah, no, no giveaways for the next month. We are going to do an undulation video for someone who hates it. Yeah, I'm going to get Gary Boosie to just talk about <laughs> the Wolverines for like 20 minutes. <laughs> So you go to cameo.com, you can get celebrity to talk about whatever you want. You just pay them. They're sluts for money. That's what um pretty much oh, man. celebrities are. Um, yeah. I wish I could I wish I could add my own gifts to uh, Gary Bo do you see like your worst nightmare shithorn like uh, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I know there's a lot of people on uh on Cameo, so I don't know, I've thought about it. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, so yeah, she's wandered around the palace. Uh, or at least Rad Kyrie and uh Looking like an Aya woman. And, uh, you know, she's pleased that the wise ones have finally agreed that she could walk inside the city and exercise. You know, the wise ones are letting her out. Um, and she's soon to return to her training, which is even more exciting for her. Mm-hmm. It's, like been, it's like she's been locked in a basement for six years and they're like, you can come in the living room. And she goes, yeah, I'm in the living room. Meanwhile, this was yeah. the girl that when the Sean Chan, like, locked her up she was losing her effing mind yeah so why is she enjoying this taste of freedom from the wise ones so they have a term for this it's called stockholm syndrome little bit. Uh. <laughs> it's so, no no joke i think there's a little bit of this going on and it might be some of the wow factor like because the wise ones are so they're still mysterious to us as the reader and mm-hmm. i would think to Egwene as well like she thinks she knows what they could teach her, and there's probably more to it. Anyways, I just yeah. thought that was funny. For for a while, we were chanting 
I mean, Chris, you remember we were like, oh, Egwene could take that shit because she learned her lesson when she was locked up with the Shang Chan, da da da. And now she's just yeah. going with the flow. Thank you, thank yeah. you for my tiny bit of freedom. Well, she did it for the obvious, though. So mm-hmm. we we realize that she's definitely like your average teacher pet. Yeah. I guess because choice she matters. Felt, she fell right in line with the eyes to die. Now she's falling right in line with the wise ones doing exactly what she sold. And not only that, she's one of those chameleon type people. This like, is the way. She takes the shape and form of the the influences around her because as she enters the city, she was immediately overwhelmed by the people and by the sounds and by the smells. Mm-hmm. And she as if she had never been in the city before. Right. And then you know, she started to see people as an Aiel would see them. Thinking mm-hmm. about even perspective change. Yeah, you got you have these different shifts where you have like the four men looking to jump the one man, and she's like, Oh, do you people have no honor? Mm-hmm. And it's like, who is this chick? She's like, you know, in their mind, okay, she's Aes Sedai. And for her, she's thinking Gito. So yeah, all the yeah. time. <laughs> Gross. That's perfect. <laughs> you have toe. <laughs> so you know, with that particular thought in in mind, <clears throat> she definitely has taken on all aspects of their culture as best she could. That she yeah. knows of, yeah, knows of. of what she can grasp. For sure. Mm-hmm. I, I think Definitely. there's a distinct difference between like the Shan Chan and like the Aes Sedai or the to the wise ones that, um, you know, uh, yeah, she's getting treated like shit. But I think if she actually was like, I'm done with you guys, they'd be like, all right, then leave. Like, uh, yeah. that's fine. But, you know, uh, it, she's getting something out of it. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's true. I feel that. I don't think the Shan Chan would ever be like, all right, then leave. So if uh, Cha- if Sean Chan had a little quid pro quo, mm-hmm. she'd have been all right with mm-hmm. him. Yeah. If, but in terms of naming you something and being like you're my little pet, yeah, that's a little bit much. But what if yeah. that is your quid pro quo? <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So as she's wandering around, she's overhearing like people talk and some rumors that the I said I are at war with each other. Um, and Egwene thinks about I said I and. Yeah, starts looking at I said I she's been looking at I said I differently from a wise one's a wise woman's lens. Um, you know, and wondering, you know, who might be an I said I spy. I mean, she's definitely yeah, talk, thinking about I said I it's entire entire process of walking through the city. What's your thoughts on all this? On on I said I and all the rumors and and Egwene's take on it. Uh, the whole taken so Elaine and Nynaeve have had to go from their wondrous adventure where they're pretending to be Aes Sedai to being much less than Aes Sedai. Egwene hasn't had to experience that yet. No. Um, and if if she does, that's going to be a hard pill for her to swallow. She's getting deeper and deeper into the illusion of not only am I acting as I Sedai, but she might even transition. She might even go through some sort of rites of passage where she becomes a wise one. Mm-hmm. Then what? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I, in a way, I'm happy for her that she kind of has that that freedom to do that. But she has choices. <laughs> you know what, Alan? 
<laughs> you know what? What did we know? Hunter, I'm going to curse your brother out. So just... It's fine. Hold on. Uh, he's always been a dark friend. Oh. Alan, you are a nincompoop. Ooh. A Ooh. A mm. cotton-headed nigga, uh, cotton-headed ninny, ninny muggins. Is that Cot- cotton, cotton-headed ninny muggin, all sorts of, all of that stuff. All right, sure. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you didn't spill well, yogurt on your beard, Alan. It's going gray. So take <sighs> that. <laughs> yeah. Shit just got real. Carry on. Anyway, so. <laughs> So yeah, so she's continuing to listen to more rumors. Um, um, it's it's you know. bringing to light some of these ideas that she needs to pay a little bit closer attention. She needs to get back into the dream mm-hmm. world, and she wished that the eyes to die actually gossiped. Like they might talk about a man, but they don't really talk about what's actually important and what's actually going on. You know, for her, just the chatter about a man isn't worth it. But and hearing all of the things, she's really starting to kind of formulate some opinions and thinking, you know, this is why I need to get back. This is what I need to figure out. This is why I need to go, you know, scouting at the White Tower via the dream. I need to go. I need to be more involved and more active. And I need to make sure that others know about what's going on. Right. And that's what she thinks about a lot of these rumors is like, she's already known a lot of what's going on because of her scout at the white tower and because of a lot of his desk, she's gotten a lot of insight already. So she hears these things and like, I know what's really going on. So man, I mean, she but does yeah, bring she that up, know. but, but yeah, she, she thinks, knows. she thinks she knows. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. She knows what she knows, but unfortunately she doesn't know what she doesn't know. Agreed. And that's the trouble. By the way, I need to cut in real quick. I forgot to mention my sister had her twins. Ooh, congrats. Congrats. Yeah. So yeah. Both of them were five pounds, five ounces, and they're about five weeks early. So that's really okay. really good size and really healthy. For being mm-hmm. twins and that early, that's pretty solid. Oh yeah. yeah. They were ready to come out. They they I mean, full head of hair, all the good stuff. So okay. that's good. Healthy is always yeah, good. thirty-five weeks for twins. That's fully cooked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a medical term for you. <laughs> the oven, yeah. Don't, oven. don't burn the bread. Come on, <laughs> pull it out. It's good. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not gonna bring up anyway. So, um, yeah, and uh, as the green goes around, you actually hear other people talk over talking uh, about Rand. Saying that Rand's a forsaken, and that's when she actually steps in. She's like, "No, let me tell you about G Atel." Hmm. Um, <laughs> and pretty much that's what she does. She gets in the middle finger, saying that like you guys are horrible. Can we take a moment to try and figure out G Atel a little bit more? Sure, Us- go for it. Using that little gif. So yeah. those of y'all that are listening and not watching, it is a foot in a flip flop with the toes curled up and then the middle finger of the foot sticks out and flicks us off. Right. Nice. But Gia are you, is that foot flicking somebody else off or are they flicking themselves off? Hmm. 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 Deep. <laughs> Can we get a Charlie gift? Uh, I think, I think we need a Charlie gift for that. Yeah. Sure. 
Oh wait, yeah. <laughs> we know who's who it was, but who was it pointed at? Yeah, Pepe mm-hmm. Sylvia. All these letters are to Pepe Sylvia. As me and Jake fight to actually click on gifts, because uh, <laughs> we both had the power. Um, but yeah, um, I'll say unless you got something deep here, Chris, I I was less enthralled with. I'm scrolling Facebook right now in this chapter. Okay, yeah. okay. This so chapter's yeah, I, I mean, I mean, what what does it really come down to? She sees the the people who are you know they've been waiting for for two months. She sees the, mm-hmm. these eyes to die rolling through, and she realizes like I can't be seen because, for multiple reasons. First and foremost, sure. I know they're looking for me still, mm-hmm. and second, I have been pretending to be an eyes to die, and all of the people around me think I'm an eyes to die. They think I'm a green, mm-hmm. and if it just so happens that it's mentioned that there's a green here for them to talk to who has been helping Rand, I'm screwed. Because How do you think that the wise back. ones would, uh, you know, react to... Uh... They would scoop her up in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's disenfranchised they... there. They, the wise ones already recognize her talent, her potential, her influence, her... No, yeah. but, 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 they, but, but she's been lying to them. Oh, would they you... would make her run until her feet bleed. They'd have she'd have toe. Oh, she'd have a lot of toe. She'd uh, have a lot of toe. Okay, there's a the whole lot of toe. <laughs> uh, okay, so but but would they be the mad toe. about it? Yes. Yeah. No, they would seize the opportunity. No, 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 no. But the the IEL don't think that way. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, wise mm, ones don't equal the way they, all the IEL. They would think. punish her first. So sure. if the if the wise ones ever find it'd out, it'd be quietly. No one else would know. They but would, the wise ones they would, punish would her. Puni- they would punish her and use her at the same time. They would not. They would not let her go. They would not. No, say, no. They would not say if you get out of here. You remember that three years we were talking about for you to actually learn how to be a wise one? Make it thirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and big deal. She she's a channeler, so she's going to live hundreds of years. Uh, mm-hmm. And she's like, and that we're going to marry you off to a real good IEL. She do be channeling though. See, maybe because the wise ones are from the outside looking in as far as the White Tower. Like, it's not like the wise ones are like, oh, well, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't stroke the rod or whatever it is that they do to become eyes to die. So therefore you're not like, it's just a word to them. It's just a status mm. but if the status equals a certain ability to channel a certain influence da, 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 it like from their perspective she has the influence she has the connections she has the ability to channel and if all the other people are like well that's not good enough did, like do the wise ones care i think the wise ones uh have a, 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 the wise ones have all been to Rideon. so mm-hmm. they know their previous relationship with the Aes Sedai. yeah they know that's uh, the Aes Sedai. Okay. You know, um, that, that's so a I, fair think, point. I think I think they fair. have an interesting relationship with Isodai. I yeah, think they no. think of them as a and I think that's I think that's been well I don't think I'm spoiling anything. No, you're not. No, no, no that's, that's true. Well that's true. So I no. mean in, in working on that same vein, so she she rushes as soon as she can to get to the wise ones, and of course the queen or the what what do you call her? The regent, the one that was put in charge. It's just chilling in there. Very oh, my wife. Yeah. Hey, oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. 
He's just like chilling in there, like having some tea, and they're chatting and shooting the shit. And what I want to know at this point, what is up, and how does she have this relationship with them? Is it like is power seeing power? Is this what what this is all about, or 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 are you only the story is only being told from point of views? Yes. Are you not seeing uh, the reality behind my wife? Maybe yeah, but before we get to, to before we get to the whole bear lane thing, the reason why Egwene ran back is because when she saw the embassy coming in, she saw the Aes Sedai coming in. She didn't know whether they were from the tower or from the other group. Well, that she was, saw red with them, and, and she, then she saw red. Yeah, mm-hmm. so knew right away that was tower. Um, also, how how stupid? I mean, the, and she says this: how stupid of an idea to send a red to see. I know. I, I mean, a red. Play yeah. Showing strength. <laughs> Can yeah. we? All right. And solidarity. After, so as far as we are in the books, and we, we know that there's humanity in every category. Like we try to love somebody and we find out they're not perfectly lovable. We try to hate somebody and they're not perfectly hateable. It's been very easy to do nothing but shit on the red so far. So all I'm asking is let's be open that there's a chance that there is a red or some reds that actually aren't horrible. Sure. I, I think if you I think if you lived in the world that they uh that they live in, you know, like male channelers like took a perfect <laughs> society and just nuked it. Uh and the reds are like, yeah, we're trying to stop the nuking from happening ever again. I think I think the Reds are completely justified in in the world they live in. So you're saying the middle ground is not always the answer? If everything and millions of, like the majority of the population got genocided, and you're like, maybe we should... Not do that? Yeah, and, and have a society that takes care of the people that are going to you know continue to murder thousands of people if we let them you know go crazy... I think you'd probably be. I think a lot of people see the Reds as like, because the majority of Aes Sedai. Justifiable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's justifiable. Or the plurality of Aes Sedai Reds. They're the biggest Aja. But we didn't start this book. We didn't start this series from the perspective of I, uh, like Red Aes Sedai trying to save the world. From yeah. That. We started the series as some bum fucks in a little village off of Google. Yeah. Like, uh, and we're stuck loving them. Yeah, that's yeah. our problem. Maybe they're yeah. the, maybe they're the bad ones. If I just started with book two, okay. Uh, we started with time traveling Tam as he's yeah. gone back in time yeah. to to save. Why the do world. you have to start with? We haven't you. seen Tam in a while. Why couldn't we start with Moraine? We haven't seen Tam in a while. Seen a while. We still haven't seen Perrin. Yeah. When's the next time we see Tam? Can you no, Perrin. You you um, pronounced Perrin wrong. I love Tam, but where is Perrin? Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk about <laughs> Perrin. Uh, I love Perrin, uh, but I'm. I'm hoping I'm never involved in a Perrin chapter. Uh, <laughs> I will say I 100% love Perrin. That's all I'll say. Please, Alan, bring him back um, for a really good Perrin chapter. <laughs> oh well. I love um, Perrin to death. The surrounding characters. Hey, Perrin. Perrin's in the last chapter of this book. So that's it. No, I mean, there's more, but yeah. Anyway, uh, so let's go on to um, 
Karen is in the last chapter of this book. Absolutely. Oh, wow. I like to that. Bring him back to the last chapter of the book. Um, so yeah, so at this point, Egwene runs back to the wise ones. Um, oh, she would. And, and, and that's where Berylane's in there drinking tea with a meese and Bar and Sorelia. And, um, you know, says, hey, I said, I are here. And Berylane's get up and go back to the palace to greet them and basically going yeah. to hide. Yeah, Berylane's like, okay, they're here. I'll go do what we need, that what needs to be done. Uh, I'll go do it. And then Egwene tries giving her that, like, but make sure they're not going to hurt. And she's like, no, I was going to go there and be like, fucking uh, yeah. hurt Rand. Thanks for, thanks for telling me how to do the obvious. Yeah. yeah. Come on. And Bear Lane, let's be, let's be honest, she's been playing this game for quite some time. And she's obviously very good at it because she's not that old. And mm-hmm. she's still running shit as a woman. I think, go back to somebody mentioned earlier, I think that's why there's this connection between her and the wise ones. The wise ones... The more we learn about the Aiel, they connect all of the Aiel, and they're truly, I wouldn't even say secretly, but they're they're certainly running everything, aware of everything in the Aiel world, from kind of behind the scenes, at least from a mm-hmm. partnership. But barely, and somebody like her is just like, I'm running shit, and I have no balls, and I'm glad I don't, and I'm doing it ballless. And I'm also running shit. And mm-hmm. also, dude with balls, put me in charge of more shit because mm-hmm. I'm that awesome. And it, so Baron, I feel like Berlin runs a country like the size of like Liechtenstein or something, and like and now she's in charge of like a whole continent. Like like, like it's she's yeah the most badass dude that all of these people have ever conceived of came in and was like, I can't stay here. I need somebody. I need somebody to run it. You're my first choice. Yeah, Do yeah. Like and she's she, like the she's like the leader of like Monaco, you know, like a little tiny like. Yeah, uh, and then no, and then no balls. That's that's why I think the wise ones are like, I could be down with that. Yeah, and then put some charge of France. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, can we do Spain? Well, Carrion's <laughs> always compared to France, like the nobility and the. Gamma. For this metaphor, though, I don't think that did barely yeah. justice. Okay. okay. <laughs> We can do Spain. We can do Spain. <laughs> what are you talking about? So people always give so French. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give French, French some justice. So yeah, we French are always give yeah. a bad rap because of World War II. But the fact that historically French Napoleon and Charlemagne and historically French were badass. Like they were That's some true. of the most badass warriors. Geographically, in a pretty solid spot, too. Yeah, you know, they're right they, in the mix. They, they gave a pretty good, uh, good, good campaign against Julius Caesar when they were the Gauls, uh, and Julius Caesar eventually conquered them. But but definitely fought back pretty and hard. Let's double down on our fare when it comes to World War II. It might have been a governmental, eh, but the underground there was pretty legit. Yeah, we gotta give them some street cred. Yeah, yeah. We crap on France a lot, but uh, France, France historic, France is French. The French historically are pretty badass when it comes to militarily. I mean, Napoleon, Napoleon can be argued to be one of the greatest commanders that ever lived uh, militarily. But and know. now half the creatures in the blight speak French. And yes, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that oh, we, 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 we. 
I, I still love the French language. It's my favorite. So if you say, what is it? The the glass worm goes towards the green worm goes towards the green glass. It's the vevevez, la vevevez, the vevevez. That's how you say it in French. All I know is in the last five minutes, Chris has liked or hearted 17 of my Facebook post. Oh, and nice. The, that, and I don't post that often, so he's going back months. <laughs> so. So let's move on. Um, so, yeah. So uh, after this whole interchange with Barrelane, uh, the wise ones uh, then start to test Egwene, uh, basically, to make sure she's truly healthy. They determine she is and say, yeah, go to the sweat tent. Um, you have been graduated to now hang out with us again. Uh, <laughs> um, and, and, and yeah, yes, leaving only tent. and then some dudes yeah. walk in with this the junk hanging out. And she yeah, just, like, mm-hmm. I got yeah, it. and she's like, all right, I'm out, I'm going to bed. And then she goes to bed, uh, too tired to go tell her Rod, hoping a little, to a little finger blasting, ho- hoping to dream of Gawain. Yeah. Ah, mm. yeah. Alan. Wait, what was that gift? Okay, that was that blasting. was finger blasting. Oh. Yeah. 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 The old little dream little dream of Gollum. Yeah. Little dream of Gollum. Yeah. She needs to be careful with it though, because she's now dream pregnant. Mm. Mm. She's dream pregnant. What happens if you get if you get pregnant in Teleronion? Do you get pregnant in real life? Yeah, you, guys watch, you guys watch too much Sandman. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do a, a review of that. That was I know I'm getting off topic now. That was phenomenal. Well, Ian and I are going to do a review of Lord of the Rings next Thursday because we are watching it on Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wait, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm bringing a friend. Well, we're recording. Wait, Rings of Power came out? No, it comes out next Friday. Not this Friday, yeah. but next Friday. But Ian and I got free screening passes. <laughs> you know what I did? I used the power of Lord of the Rings to make a friend. I got two tickets, and I got it. I of course I invited Meredith, but I, I knew she wouldn't be able to. And so then I just kind of blasted like secondary acquaintances to try and yeah. root out a Lord of the Rings fanatic friend. Yeah, and I found one, and we're going to watch it together. I, wait, and, I, seen it? and I have a new best friend. No, next Wednesday we could go see it. Where are you seeing it? They have a sneak peek. Bad uh, news, bro. And you produce. Actually, uh, Amazon's doing it in the Cinemark Theater and you produce. Fascinating. No, you have it in Charlotte. How the fuck did it make it to Newport? New produce. I don't know, but we got to get Charlotte. Are Thank you. you. Thank you, Alan Iverson. Thank you, Michael Vick. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be you, AI, Pharrell. Missy Elliott. We're hanging out. Watch one of the rings early, so I think it's the first two episodes. It's going to be up in the back, just kind of. Do you have to do a focus group afterwards? I don't know. Are we going to do a drunkest group before Alan? Rob, Uh, it starts at seven. I don't know how much drunk I get before, but did you ever watch uh, Silicon Valley? Yes, not all of it, but it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's there's some good focus group scenes in that. Uh, Just how stupid. Uh, I, I hope you have to go to a focus group. Yeah. Ian, Alan, what did you think about the first two episodes? I hope they ask me questions. 
Yeah, my wife was my wife was actually really upset with me that I got these tickets because she's actually she actually likes Lord of the Rings, and uh, I came home and told her that I had tickets to see Lord of the Rings. Earlier. She's like, "You didn't think to get tickets for me?" And I was like, "Actually, no, I didn't think about that because when I was to watch the kids, like, could have got sitters." And I was like, "One or the other." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, they're gonna get sitter and all this other stuff." So, do you want my ticket? Uh, <laughs> I'm the doghouse for it. Uh, I was about but, to say, yeah, yeah, worth it. yeah. Worth I'm it. in the dog yeah. house for it. It's worth it, work, though. Work, work your way Alan, out. Alan, I have a different relationship. Uh, I would be at home babysitting the kids, uh, and she'd be laughing her way to be like, you idiot, you didn't even think about getting a babysitter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I'm in the dog house. So are y'all awesome. recording before or after we record on Thursday? For what? Oh, we're not doing record stuff. We're just going to talk about it no we're not gonna talk about it because uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're not allowed to if it's anything like other pre-screenings they make you sign a, a way rules are made to be broken yeah anyway so yeah so, so when's, I, the, when's when's the wheel time season two uh they have not year. announced it when are they flying us out so no kidding yeah. yeah. Well, last year they offered, and I turned them down. And then even asked time, you guys. Next time we're going. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't go. Scheduling conflict. Next time. I'll go. Yeah. I'll call it a conference. That Me plus cool. yeah. one. Yeah. Hunter's my plus one. Nice. Yeah, they gave me tickets to the London premiere uh, yeah. last year, but I told them no. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we need plane tickets. If we had plane ticket money, I would. Yeah. They only give me a week notice. I'm like, I'm supposed to drop everything and go to London next week. No, <laughs> I have kids. That's why you're job. not Matt. That's why you're not Matt. Yeah, I exactly. Find, I would. Find I know you would. You would have gone. Uh, I have at least uh, a solid year still before I think about having kids. So, yeah, whatever. That's that's not what Chis- Chanel said. Chanel's like three years. Yeah, I talked her down to two, and then she's like, "Ah, oh, let's do uh, one." See, I was joking. I was hoping, man, come on. We need a little Chris Chanel running around. Oh, it's mm-hmm. Am I the only one excited to see that combo? <laughs> That'd be fun. It's going to be weird. It's going to have like long be awesome. arms and a short body. Okay. No. Yeah. It could be awesome. Uh, and it's right. going to be tall with short arms. Anyway, um, so. We, we have T-Rex. not talked about this waste of a chapter long enough. I mean, we, sque- we squeezed everything out of this great chapter. Yeah, we did. We, you, we you know, you know, Chris summarized the important things in anything, anything we missed seconds. from here besides uh, Chris liking all Ian's Facebook posts. Uh, we <laughs> have more viewers tonight live than we have had on any of our YouTube lives. <laughs> and it's just being, it, and I'm drinking heavily tonight, so it's a it's it's a fun. How many one. viewers um, do we have? Just a lot. We're twelve. Well, I've, I've had half a dozen surges and I'm about to open number seven. So that, oh. it's been a great episode. Thursday nights seem to be a, a much better time for people. And There's so much that goes on every night. People complain oh. about us moving to Thursday because there's other stuff going on Thursday. I was like, do you know how many things go on Tuesday? Like, There's like 20 shit yeah. going on. Yeah. My alarm clock is going to go off at 4 a.m. and I'm just looking forward to it. So much, but it's private. Uh, well, you caffeine, I, bro. We can do anything to you. Are you on rotation? Or are you actually like a practicing phys- uh, doctor? I didn't ask that question. Earlier. I'm both. Um, so it's funny. I'm I'm a general surgery attending, but I um you know but in fellowship I so I do just for the most part I'll like pick up some cases here and there, but I'll uh, 
like tomorrow. I know we already accepted a kidney, so I'll be putting a kidney in at seven thirty a.m. tomorrow. Uh, did you do procurement too? Yeah, I, I do procurement. I flew to. But are you get to do it tomorrow? Oh no no no! I don't do last Tuesday. That's why I couldn't be on, is because I was on procurement call. But um, did you get, did you go fly around your private jet? I not last Tuesday, but I in the last uh, <laughs> few, in the last two weeks, I've gone to like. I've flown to Atlanta twice. I was like, Chris Bridges stood me up twice. I was pretty upset about that. I was like, Luda, what's happening? Uh, and then I flew to, uh, where was it? Uh, oh, it was, oh, man. Uh, Alabama, Birmingham. I'm glad you uh, Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide, yeah. You get there, and you just start saying Roll Tide, and they just start hugging you, and you're like, yeah. I'm not your cousin. Just well, if, if they ah, hug too much, go just whisper in their ear, say "War Damn Eagle," and they let you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they let you go. Yeah. They let you go. Yeah. They're they're like, go. You tricked me. So, favorite character, Hunter, Fairlane, easy. Fairlane, she got the kisses. No, no, Hunter's my favorite character. Uh, let, me, let me tell you, I enjoyed when you came on last time because it was a little bit of a blast from the past. But it does make a difference having the video, and. I'm just gonna, for the people listening, not watching. Let me tell you, the genes are strong. You like, thanks, Alan. People, uh, well, I mean, Daddy Alan. Well, Hunter, right. Hunter, Hunter's adopted, so I don't yeah, know what yeah. you're talking about. <laughs> I, that, well, that's, that's the thing. Alan had me convinced you were adopted, yeah. but, but it's obvious to me now that you're not. Yeah, it's it's, it's like a, it's like in Game of Thrones. It's like you see Gendry, and it's like, and they're like, "Oh crap!" Like uh, he's a Baratheon because uh, he's the only, you know, yeah, stands brunette. out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, they're they're definitely brothers, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's yeah. relation. So, so fair character, really, like from the from the books <laughs> of the of the three chapters, all three the of them? three of all three, yeah. Hmm. Demonis. Ah, yes, took mine. No, you have to pick, no. Now you have to pick somebody else. I pick someone else. And I picked it. Samuel oh, is mine. Like I, I was serious when I said the fact that he was able to hold this stuff together and then trick the trickster and make her think that you know, a she gave up her she gave up her friends like she gave up the other forsaken like where they were and then not only that. He put her to task. He's like, you will find the other ones and you will tell me. And she and was, accepted quickly. Accepted quickly. Like, that was straight up genius. You know, knowing what we know, which is Rand has got a plan to kill this man. Mm-hmm. You know, part of me is like, how much of this will Rand be told? Because I, I didn't make the statement earlier. I meant to, but it just I just didn't get to it. Um, my, my favorite character is whoever's inside the stasis box. Mm. <laughs> think about that. First name D's. <laughs> last name, last name nuts. nuts. <laughs> Chell Vannon. Yeah. Chell Vannon's my favorite. Chell Vannon. That's a good one. Yeah. The scout. The portly scout. Yes. But um That's still I, a threat. That's still a toss to Matt, really, because Matt put him there. Uh, but, but I do yeah. appreciate that. He has his Two, skills. Yeah. He, he you know, he could steal the wallet out of like uh, or steal everything you've ever had then like he's just a fat dude you're like what's he doing oh i'm naked that's legit <laughs> yeah, i think samuel's at? gonna tell 
Rand where the other two are to try to throw him off. And then that's going to help Rand make his decision about not joining the White Tower. Okay. What do you think about Samuel owning or like uh, ruling Ilion? How long do you think that's going to last for? Is it Five for pack. real though? Is it mm. real? Is he really doing it? Mm. You know who was Ilion or soldier? The book. Time Tam. traveling Tam was Ilion or soldier. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like Rand might be about to move in there, but then Tam goes back into the past because he can time travel mm. if you haven't been paying attention. And he's like, mm-hmm. "Do you see these bees on my chest?" Boom. Mm-hmm. Boom. Takes him out. So, yeah. So, Chris had uh, Samuel. Ian had Tamanus. I had um, the, the Oliver. And Hunter's Bearline. All right. Cool. Um, so, next time. Next time, we'll reach, we're, only doing, we're only doing two chapters. Just two. Just bite the two. 25 and 26, which are like lightning and rain. Ooh, they're going after the bull. Okay. I and see fire and I see, I see rain. rain. And then connecting lines. Uh, so to go back, I didn't even hear you t- talk about Oliver until just now. I forgot he was even in the chapters because I think I was yeah. taking care of Thomas. Yeah. Um, I think this is the first chapter. I don't know who Robert Jordan hated or who was trying to like, you know, reference as Oliver. But this is the first time in the books, I think, that on site, someone hasn't seen Oliver and been like, Ugh, that ugly motherfucker. Like, yeah, uh, he makes you like, Yeah, It's like every single time anyone sees him, Robert Jordan's like, and his nose was too big, and he was an ugly piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, he, make, he makes you jump. <laughs> and 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 Robert Jordan has a little nephew called Oliver who cries himself to sleep every night. Uh, <laughs> yeah, still. <laughs> yeah. Still, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did try to kill Oliver at first. And he hesitated, and maybe it's because he saw his face. (laughs) What the fuck is that? Do I really buy your nudes in a Now's not the time for killing. Now's the time for science. We need to document this. Found the missing link. Yeah. So so like lightning and rain, like totally lightning and rain. Um, They're going to go after the bowl, but this is the the first chapter where they talk about that. And then connecting lines. Connecting lines. Maybe they're gonna like put two and two together and start figuring out that if they just communicated, maybe they create a phone system where they can actually talk to each other. And- so I'm just gonna tell you the chapter symbols for those ones. So like light rains, the lion of Andor. So Ooh. nothing really there. But connecting lines is the sunburst of the White Clarks. Oh. I'm telling you, maybe they figure it out. Maybe they figure out they've been led by a dark friend or something. Okay. Okay. Wait, who's the dark friend that's running the white book? The mannequins of boars. Yeah. Um, from from book two. Um, yeah. All right. So since it might be another year until we have somebody else in the medical profession on our show, um, this is unrelated to everything but I just have to share in all of my years of lifeguarding the most memorable moment of performing first aid was when one of the, one of our female lifeguards was skimming the shallow end of the pool at the country club Mm -hmm. and she wasn't paying attention Mm -hmm. and her foot slipped and she kind of felt awkwardly where her 
female parts landed pretty hard on the corner of the pool. Her lady bits. Mm-hmm. She was mm-hmm. so terrified. She knew something was wrong, but she was so terrified. She didn't want to look and she needed somebody to look for her. Okay. I was, I was that somebody. Mm. They were perfectly fine. I mean, just everything was great. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I think you were like, I was super swollen, like horrible. <laughs> no, she was a okay. Uh, just fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. No. She was a boy before that. And <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's why I felt yeah. okay with the situation. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Sometimes. Uh, well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Join well, the field and yeah. you can see some disgusting shit. No. Uh, no. <laughs> I, like, I can tell you stories. I have like PTSD being just turned on, not turned off. It's. Yeah. Um, uh, by the way, Ian, um, Pell Grants can only be received as an undergrad. So your answer earlier was yes. You don't get Pell Grants if you get to grad school. You don't get any yeah. federal or state grants. That's what I figured. Yeah. Sorry, Hunter. Your med school um, loans are on you, bud. No, no, no you still get the forgiveness for those. Don't you worry. 10000 They're still federal loans. Yeah. 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 It's not, not the federal. Good point. Okay. Check the so, spreadsheets. There's only hun- 74 more transplants, and you're golden. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. In what country? Uh, I, I left off a zero. Yeah. Sorry. But have fun with it. And, oh, you can again, start, thank you for your service. Uh, you can start just sell, selling the organs on the side. I mean, they go for a lot of money. You can probably until can... next time. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've, I've got two, and I don't need them both, and I got bills to pay. I'm just paying that. <laughs> Who wants a kidney? How uh, much do they go for? Actually? Hit, hit me in the DMs. On the black poor, market? Poor Jared. Uh, he's sitting there just like, please. Uh, you're like, I got two, and he doesn't get one of them. <laughs> he don't even care. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Um, let's put the rate for... Uh, so a kidney right now goes between fifty dollars to $60,000 on the black market. Ooh, actually. <laughs> uh, it goes awkward. for What? Fifty to sixty on the black on uh, on average, they can go up to one hundred sixty thousand uh, on the black market a kidney. So Hunter, I'm going to schedule a vacation for you and I together in Mexico. I'm paying for it, but I need you there. So I'll take it. I'll put it in uh, for half that. Uh, no wait, I want double that. No, I'm I'm on the receiving end, not of the kidney, but of the money. <laughs> oh my god! I think I think actually eyes go for the most, if I remember correctly. But uh, I like why? my depth perception. I'm gonna keep both you know, of those. I don't know. I yeah. can't remember. There's there's someone posted one time like actually the list of like what the black market price. Anyway, it's getting really weird. Yeah, what a weird way to end an episode. So yeah, so how you found uh, <laughs> is at the will read uh, on all the social medias. Uh, the is our is our website. Uh, go check us out. Uh, you'll find links to all sorts of things like social media. You'll find links to our Discord, where we have a whole section to talk about organs. I mean, uh, no, we don't. We don't have that, but we do have stuff to talk about other fantasy content and TV shows and memes and so forth and so on. It goes on and on and on. There's actually too many channels. I've tried to delete them, but never anymore. It's a thing. I don't know. Um, I've lost control. Um, and then also uh, merchandise. You can buy merch. We Hunter is 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 drinking one of our nice little frosty mugs. Uh, you can purchase these on our, on our yeah. There you go. Cheers. Nice. Uh, you can purchase those on our merchandise store, along with t-shirts and 
shot glasses and all sorts and of fun onesies. stuff. Yeah, onesies. Yeah, we do have onesies for kids. Um, uh, we do have a baby line. Um, Hunter, if you didn't know that, uh, we do. So, uh, uh, Thomas is like the 95th percentile. He's like yeah, already he's, he's, he's already yeah. out of yeah. He's, he's like a full grown adult. Yeah. Like uh, yeah, get him a men's small. Well, well, your next one. Your next one. Yeah, yeah. Your next one. You can uh, you, you, you can look into that. Um, and also support us on Patreon. Um, Patreon is Patreon is a great way to support us. It actually uh, pays for a lot of stuff like our mic. That's microphone. a good question, First Rider. What? What's no, a good question? for adults. Onesie for adults. Ooh, yeah, I no, want they don't. that. The the just left Tarvalin onesie. Um, yeah, I want that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walk yeah. Walk, walk out of the room. You know, I would appreciate just left Still don't know. Just visited South Harbor and then she yeah. slapped me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So anyway, so yep. Yeah, get all the cool stuff there and uh, go ahead and review us. Please, maybe. No, not for this episode. Don't review us of this one. Uh, wait till the next one. Uh, and that's all yeah. I got for all this All medical week. advice given during this Yes, uh, episode. Yeah, legal say All medical advice given during this joke, episode is real. all jokes and yes, not real. Was no please medical. consult your doctor. And if you're in an emergency, please call. hang up the phone or stop the podcast and call 911. Yeah. Become a kidney donor. Do your part. You know, yeah, maybe, be a donor maybe. for sure. Or buy a motorcycle. That's a good way to become a donor, too. Sure. Ride a but motorcycle. check the block that you're a donor. Yeah, check the block yeah, you're a donor. Check. Buy a motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. Fast track to donating organs. Have a, have um, a living, <laughs> living will. All that good stuff. And always wear sunscreen. Yeah, all that good stuff. And always yeah, wear that, definitely that. Yeah. And that's all I got for this week. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's poison ivy. Until next time. <laughs> mm. I appreciate hey. a lot of things. Let's see okay, bye. Uh, Let's see you. <sighs> I hope you enjoyed the show and thank you for listening to The Wheel Reads. See y'all next time.